0: I'm caps lock different, it's facts not fiction Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing If it's cap, I'm dipping We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished When I spaz, I'm grinning Put a peel off in the Sadie's, and I pass by spinning It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage Took a quick trip and now I'm back home winning And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits I'm already eight shots, a Henny passed my limit Here he go, Hazards with a dash full of tickets I'ma act like I don't see him, like I got bad eyes vision y'all can't pass my scrimmage well, y'all tripping this aruba i realized
1: i had to go and flip a- what's up guys welcome back to episode 176 of psychotic and iconic Piles here along with my co-hosts nick theories and philly phil thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight if you haven't done so already please go ahead and share it thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all of our platforms we back we back. I apologize, guys. I know last week I said we were going to be in on Wednesday, but the Phillies were playing last night and I already knew they were going to win. So I just well, decided we decided to push the show to tonight. So. I
0: double fucked up. I forgot to change the episode title on the uh, the destination. So right now, for everyone that's viewing, it's saying that episode 175 and the details and everything for last episode. But that's whatever. Yeah, it's, we're good. We gotta
2: get better at that, you know. They, I think there's some some improvements as we head into the fourth quarter here, you know, in the end of the year.
1: Yeah, these mistakes can't happen. These mistakes quarter can't four.
2: happen. Yeah, so you know, we apologize.
1: That's okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, I want to get started tonight with some MLB because the Phillies, the only team that matters in this race right now,
2: nothing else matters. Closed
1: them out in the uh songs so far. Closed the Marlins out mm-hmm. two games. I smoked them. And the best part was is that they had two lefties going. Schwarbrin and, and Harper didn't do that well. And it's like, "All right, good. Cuz now we're say we got our two we got our two guys ready for Saturday night." Yeah, cuz we're going to bust the Braves ass. Hold on, I got to I got to mention
2: this one time though because like
1: It's your show. You yeah, take over.
2: Our group chat, <laughs> our group chat cuz we, we we had a big a big uh, we had a big ass parlay with Harper, um, who else? Trey to get a hit, Castellanos and Mark was in the group chat and he was like, damn, he was like, the only one that didn't get a hit was Bryce Harper. And I, I felt that cause I lost a couple bets this year with the only player on the team, not to get a hit a la the Marlins when they play it up, that was
1: the funniest and ball I, bet, I, ever I
2: bet Arias and he, he, he bats like 400 up to that point. He's the only one out of the entire lineup that didn't get a hit. So I felt that comment though. I you just had to them? say that. I just had to say that, but we actually wound up winning that bet that night in game one against the Marlins together. I tailed, but I was quietly tailing. I didn't want to tell
1: anybody how Superstitious?
2: much I was. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I'm I'm starting to lean towards that now. I'm starting to, like, not tell my bets.
1: Well, I mean, I don't, and I always lose, so don't worry about it.
2: No, nah, like, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like it works. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I'm
1: 2-0. You're best in the world. I'm on the rise, bro. <laughs> my stock is up. So the Phillies are now going to host the Braves. Well, we travel to the Braves yeah. Saturday and Monday, then we come back Wednesday, Thursday. The atmosphere in Citizens Bank Park is unbelievable.
2: There's no other stadium like it. And I I, I can't think of anything anywhere else.
1: There were people like on the, on Twitter, on talk radio today saying that it's like, it's like a Penn state game. Like that's how loud it is. Like stadiums that have 60,000 people.
2: You know what? They actually like, they crossed the line of home field advantage. Like to them, it's, it's, it's way more than home field advantage. I don't even know what you call it's it. It's a zoo. Yeah. It's, it's like when it's, you're an
1: opposing team and you go in there, you're disrupted.
2: If you're an opposing team and you go in there and you don't start off hot or you don't start or have any type of momentum going shut in, us up. you are in trouble Yeah, because it just gets louder and louder and louder as the game goes. And when it gets to that point, you're already rattled <laughs> and this offense is way too good to be silent the entire game. So once they start to get hits and put, and put runs on the board the crowd's even going crazier it's going to be harder to even come back because of that so to me you have way more than a home field advantage i don't even know what you call it like i don't i honestly welcome this might the, be welcome I, to the jungle is this the best home field advantage oh yeah and ever? baseball
1: and baseball for sure like in any location ever i don't know it's hard because like i feel like with other stadiums there were different things like we're a little bit Too young for, but like people used to say, Veteran Stadium was like a true home field advantage. But you've been to a play, you were at a World Series game. I was in the NLCS last year. That was wild. It is loud. It's loud. It hurts your ears. Yeah, and everybody's
2: just going crazy. You know how like you talking to a club and you're yelling in in somebody's ear. That's kind of how it is when you're at the game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when you got on sprung
2: Yeah, yeah, it's (laughs) headstrong. No, you wild for that one.
1: Anyway. (laughs) Now look, here's a head-sprung move. We're going to the NBA now.
2: So the transition king right here. No. The transition king.
1: Do you have the Phillies beating the Braves?
2: Absolutely. They I win could. three yeah. to one. Three to one. I had, I have three
1: two. I think they wouldn't in, in game five. Super shit. They're winning Saturday. They're winning Saturday. They lose Monday. They win Wednesday, Thursday. And that, and that's all she wrote.
2: Hmm. I actually think we're gonna lose the first game, and we're gonna win the next two.
1: I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh Headsprung Dame was traded to the Bucks for a whole bunch of shit, but the main purpose of the main thing with him getting traded was drew was traded to the Blazers who was then moved to the Celtics. What do you think about both of those moves?
2: I like it for the bucks because they're going all in. I mean, they're going all out for, for Giannis. I mean, Giannis ha- have made some comments over the, over the all season saying that, Hey, I need some more help. You know, I need, I need another player to come in here to kind of, you know, take the pressure off me. He kind of alluded to that, you know what I mean, and during the offseason. So to get Dame Lillard and to get somebody that can shoot the ball like that in the fourth quarter and be a closer outside of Giannis, I think this is a slant dunk for the Bucks, man.
1: Yeah, I like the move for the Bucs. Uh they will be a little defensively challenged, but honestly, at this point, I don't really think it'll matter that much. When you have Who would
2: you rather lean on? Chris Middleton or, or Dame Lillard? In in crunch time. Well,
1: Dame, obviously. Fourth.
2: Yeah, exactly. problem
1: solved. But here's the thing. The Bucks are a little bit old, but here's the but when you have the amount of space that Dame is going to be able to operate with because of Giannis and vice versa, Giannis, it's going to be crazy. You have the best player in the league, or at worst, the second best player in the league, and then you have Dame, who's what top 15
2: i get i get that they're kind of old quote unquote but when you got Giannis, arguably the best player in the world it the doesn't really matter
1: and with chris <laughs> middleton it's going to take the pressure off of mm-hmm. chris because now you have a legitimate scorer from the perimeter in deem yeah. you have Giannis who can score on the outside but can now play in the middle you have brooke lopez who can shoot the three and then you have chris middleton
2: middleton's not a two though no, he's a three. He's not a two. Chris, I Tobias? feel like I feel like Milwaukee kept using him as a two when he well, wasn't, that was and Drew. that's where they were falling short, though.
1: Well, Drew was the two.
2: Yeah, but I'm talking about like in previous years because yeah. it was it was Middleton. That's
1: Now, if if Tobias Harris could do what Chris Middleton does, then the Sixers would be okay. But Tobias Harris isn't even Chris Middleton, which sucks. But but he's a max contract. So last year that deal. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But oh, damn, I, I am really, but I'll tell you what, Drew Holiday going to the Celtics is to steal the offseason. And it's not even close, dude. Why? Because you put Drew Holiday on that team. They were already a good, they're already a good defensive team. And you add Drew Holiday now, and you have a true point guard. Like Marcus Smart, he was plus money when you were betting him to get six assists because he's not a true point guard. He is, but he's like a defender. He's not a distributor. Well, oh, they lost this. that. Exactly, but they replaced it with Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is better than Marcus Smart. Yeah, and he's going to be perfect. He's, he's a perfect fit next to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown.
2: But Marcus Smart was a Celtic.
1: I know, like I get it's that.
2: weird. Like he played the role of a Celtic. They, the crowd loved him. He was a fan favorite. He he held the locker room together at some points. Like I, I actually believe that like he's going to be missed more than people believe.
1: I did think that until they got Drew Holiday. Now that they have Drew Holiday, I don't think he'll be that missed. I really don't. I think the Drew Holiday move was, it's just—it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so great for them.
2: Where do you put Drew Holiday? Like, where do you rank him? Like, what's a proper rank for
1: him? He's a top 10 two-way player. Offense and defense, absolutely. He's going to give you 18 to 20 a night and 8 to 10 assists. That'll work. That'll work. That'll work all day long, and then you have his defense. He could still play defense, but the thing is now is that he's going to be distributed. He's going to he's those eight assists with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Now you're and uh and because here's and uh, what's his face, Derek White. That's the other defender I couldn't think of. You got four really good defenders. Jalen Brown's a great defender. Derek White is. Drew Holiday is. Jason Tatum's a good defender, not great, but he's solid. Yeah, the Celtics are going to be really good. Yeah, it just sucks if you're a Sixers fan. They're always good.
2: I know. Well, the Sixers didn't really do much anything yeah
1: I, I, we, and we got get it. a
2: we get a disgruntled james harden back at least like apparently he's expected to come back to training camp he
1: was already he already reported well he reported in the they day reported report. so yeah he reported there you that, go but we'll see where that goes um all right let's get to some football because th- this makes me depressed that i can't talk about the sixers in this light because the sixers should have got drew holiday they should have that was somebody that the sixers should have got that could have helped them big time um give me your fantasy freak of the week
2: my, my freak of the week was CMC. A twenty carries for hundred and six yards on the on the ground, three touchdowns, seven catches, seventy one yards, and a touchdown through the air. The guy had forty five fucking fantasy points. It was absolutely unreal. I played against him. It was fucking absolutely brutal. But CMC, man, playing against him, he hurts, bro. <laughs> yeah, huh? he hurts. Yeah, for real. Yeah, he's tough. Okay, okay. He's tough for us. we got
1: to rephrase that for our next one. I don't want to hear you say he hurts. He hurts. Um, I went with Josh Allen. Josh Allen? Yeah. Okay. 21 to 25, 320 yards, four touchdowns, four carries for 17 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Perfect game of football. That yeah. That is a perfect game of football from Josh Allen.
2: Yeah, he was really good.
1: I, that's just special shit, 44 and a half points. Mm-hmm. So him and CMC went hand in hand. Now, CMC, obviously, like I said, CMC is CMC.
2: He's awesome, man. Like I know, I came over here and I said Austin Eckler was the best, bro. Like I, I he's challenging that. Y'all. I
1: don't think he's challenging.
2: I think he. I, I, I think he's. Surpre- I think. He, I think he probably. You know, surpassed, him, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But 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 Eckler's hurt. But when he comes back, though, He'll you're gonna right. see. You're gonna see. You go see Houston, Dallas, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your geek of the week. My geek of the week is Chris Olave. He had one catch on six targets for four yards with 0.9 fantasy points for half PPR. He was absolutely (laughs) awful. I don't know what happened to him. Um, I know the Saints and Derek Carr, he was injured. And Jameis Winston actually came into this game and threw a (laughs) pick.
1: Wait, did he really? I didn't know that.
2: He did. I think it was his first pass too. He just launched it in the He's air. Super shit. Well, the game was over, but he just he just launched it in the air. And it was it actually wound up being a pick, which is which is actually ironic. But yeah, it was Chris Olave. He that that's got to be a disappointing performance for a guy that's a top ten, right? per week. So, uh I would say Olave.
1: I'm going with Aaron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he started off my week great uh making me 0 and 4, five carries for 18 yards, one catch on two targets for negative 4 yards. That's so regular. That's so regular.
2: You know what, I got to give you your credit though, man, because to come up here and say you're you know, you're 0 and 4 after you know your, your 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 history here in the last couple of years. Like, I gotta give you your flowers. Okay, we're gonna there, turn it around. Yeah, yeah, you
1: gotta turn them all. We're gonna turn it around this week. I'm coming. I'm gonna hand Judy his first loss. I ain't hard to find. Well, right now, I'm very, <laughs> right now, I'm very hard to find. But I, I, ain't gonna be hard to find in about two weeks. You don't think so? No, it starts this week. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna I like take, that. That's I'm,
2: good. Look, I, I'm rooting for you, man. I really. I am, don't bro.
1: have the worst team in the league. I, I, I had, believe that. I just had some sucker shit happen. I'm happens. sucker free. So this week we take care of Judy. We go to one and four next week i collect Seamus's cheeks we're yeah, two you, and four I, after that i collect dole's cheeks we're three and four after that
2: i figured it out might our be schedule. your cheeks that i collect i no you'll never do that yeah i figured out <laughs> our schedule so i play whoever i play is the person you play next okay i learned that on so our who do you play in week seven uh week seven i play <laughs> so i so this week i play Seamus. Which I'm in trouble because his team's loaded and I have my guys on the buys.
1: All right, chill on them.
2: And then I play Dole oh, week wait. six. Here we go. And then I play Cheddar Cheese on week seven.
1: Oh, yeah. So here we go. After I get the Cheddar in week eight, I'm going to be four and four. And I ain't going to be hard to find.
2: We play week week then 11. I, oh, then
1: I play Derek. Then I play Caesar, And then I play you week 11. Yeah. And Kamara's on a buy.
2: That's all good. I'll play. I'll play uh, Rico.
1: That's fine. RB two, baby. Thanks, Rico. Rico will be all, all right. right. Scooper poop. Scooper poop. Let's go, Tyler Boyd. Poop. Uh,
2: I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Higgins is going to be out long, and I, I don't see the. I, I let's be real here. The Bengals' offense is nothing to write home about right now. They look very, very pedestrian, uh, sluggish. They have no deep threat. uh, you know, going on, there's nothing. They're just, they have no juice to them. There's like, you don't see big plays out of them. And if anything, you know, if you want to pick him up, cool for the targets, but he's not productive on his targets. If you look at his last couple of games, I think he, he had under 50 yards or 60 yards or so on like five catches or so. So I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not high on Tyler board, especially on his offense. Uh,
1: That's poop. And it's it, whether T Higgins got hurt or not. The problem with it is, is the offense is terrible. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow looks like shit. Yeah. Jamar Chase isn't even really getting run like that. Nah. Jamar Chase is complaining, saying that he's always open. You're yeah. gonna pick up Tyler Boyd and think that's gonna do anything? I don't see
2: it. Yeah, I don't, I'm right with you. And
1: is T. Higg, is T. Higgins out?
2: Uh, it's not confirmed. No, I, I don't I don't know. I don't he, think he's he did, not, he, did he, he did not practice today though. So that's he's, two days in a row he didn't practice. So keep that in mind.
1: He's playing for supper. He's playing for his supper. Well,
2: yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't think he's going to practice this week, but I don't. I don't, I don't think he's going to play. All right. Honestly,
1: either way, it doesn't matter.
2: I don't think he's coming back to week eight. That's just my opinion because they have a bye week on week seven, and by the time you can, you know, I just I, I don't see it happening. But the Bengals are also what? What are they? One and three? Yeah. I mean, they need They're him. going to need him. Yeah. So I something to monitor there, air. Um. Oh, my God. Jake Ferguson. Scoop. He had seven targets in three of the last four games. The Cowboys will throw the ball, and I believe he will get all the targets pretty much in the red zone. They look to him. If you look at the last couple of games, I think he had most of the targets in the red zone. So uh, I'd be looking to take up
1: uh, Jake Ferguson. Absolutely. He's a red zone machine. Mm hmm. He replaced Dalton Schultz. Now, yeah. two years – because, look, Dalton Schultz got hurt last year. But the year before that, Dalton Schultz was awesome for, it, for the Cowboys and in the red zone. Yep. So I'm scooping Jake Ferguson all day long.
2: No doubt. CJ Stroud. Scoop. He has thrown for more than 280 yards and two touchdowns per week from weeks two to four. I don't think he slows down throwing the football either. I think Houston's going to keep keep allowing him to sling it. I, I I love Stroud. I think he's a scoop.
1: Yeah, same. If you have quarterback trouble, pick him up. Yep. Because or even if you don't put him on your bench, because he's worthy, mm-hmm. he's a worthy starter. Yep, and it's like, with here's the this is what pisses me off. They're missing four offensive linemen, he's throwing the Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Robert Woods, Damian Pierce, who's been modest. This is my this is where I, I laugh at the Justin at the people dying on the Justin Fields hill because it's like, oh, Justin Fields has nobody to work with. Blah, blah, blah. Look at this, look at that. And it's like, well, CJ Stroud is playing with it a backup offensive line and he doesn't have DJ Moore. He's got second and third year guys. So Nico's heat though. Nico is really good, he's player. young.
2: He's a, he's a young receiver.
1: But DJ Mo, if you ask anybody right now they would take DJ Moore over Nico Collins. But DJ Moore's stock is falling right now because his quarterback can't get him the ball.
2: Ask that question after this season though. I think that I think the answer might be different.
1: It but here's the thing. If you put DJ Moore with C.J. Stroud, he would look a lot better. Sure, maybe. The reason yeah. D.J. I, I Moore would agree looks with like that. shit is because he's playing with shit.
2: I would agree with that. I don't think the Bears know how to use D.J. Moore. I, I don't
1: I think, think it's that's a matter actually matter of the I reason... think they don't have a quarterback.
2: That, too. I just don't think they know how to use him as 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 well. Okay,
1: it's Thursday night.
2: It's Thursday night? Oh, yeah, the Bears are playing tonight. The Bears are playing tonight.
1: Um scooper poop, Zach Ertz? Uh, poop.
2: I know he gets the oh. targets, but this offense is hard to trust. I just, I'm out on them.
1: I would scoop him. I think it's worth a flyer. Wow. Yeah, I think it's worth a flyer, but I just, I don't know. Look, I, I don't know what to make of Josh Dobbs.
2: He's all right. That's I got to so, be honest with you. I, I remember when, like, last I never, week I said, yo, is are the Cardinals kind of underrated a little bit? I think though? they like, are. They look all right. Honest, here's the thing. They're <laughs> playing so hard.
1: They're playing inspired football. And, like, Josh Dobbs, he looks okay. He looks pretty Their good. offense looks okay. Yeah. So, it's like, I know Zach Ertz is 75 years old, but, like, Sag. yeah, I I mean, that's a Seamus player.
2: Yeah yeah well he did yeah. pick him up I of play. Course. I'm playing against Seamus this week so
1: of course Um Samaj Parim poop I don't think the Broncos
2: uh I think the Broncos like that kid Jameel McLaughlin more and plus Javante Williams just came back to practice <laughs> so if you dropped you know a free agent budget on either or sorry um but yeah I'm poop on that
1: yeah same I don't want anybody in that backfield yeah, I was saying that before the season started. I said it after that. I just I don't trust it.
2: I like Samaje. Like I like his role if he's gonna catch passes like he did in Cincy. Like that's Correct. his specialty. He good like he was good in Cincy. when he caught passes, but when he comes to Denver, I, it just doesn't feel like they're using him properly. So for right now, I'm 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 poop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god all right our new our new one um butch mccall our new topic we're gonna do bullshit at Bartle. i like that this is all different stuff that we've been talking about throughout the week i want to know right now who's been the mvp through four weeks of the season
2: all right the mvp has been cmc um this guy's averaging 20 carries a game for 115 yards per game with six touchdowns to go along with 18 catches for 141 yards and a touchdown through the air he has seven total touchdowns and his team is undefeated um, if anybody's going to put the running back name in the proper light, it's going to be CMC. Like this is what you, this is why you pay running backs because he does have that impact on the team. So for me right now, like he's the MVP. I mean, I, I don't usually to me, a quarterback would get it because they get the ball. So, so often they, they had the ball in on, on every play in their hands um, for the most part. But like, what I'm saying is is like the impact that CMC has made has been more than, to me, any quarterback that has played up to this point. That's So I'm going to go with CMC.
1: For me, the MVP is Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Because here's the thing. What? It's most valuable player. That offense is shit. If you take Patrick Mahomes off of the Chiefs, I don't even know if they score points.
2: Well, in that case, LeBron James should have won every single year.
1: I mean, I've been saying that. So
2: then, like, I understand your answer. Your answer is like, a logical one it is
1: because here's the thing you
2: look at it from that angle but i'm like i think the mvp is more or less like statistical right now yeah and who's hot in the media along with that
1: here's the thing i think
2: it's a both combination
1: i agree but for me it's like patrick mahomes is so great so his standard is already sky high so when he doesn't play his best, you're looking at him and asking questions. Oh, is he slipping? Blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, is that if you took Patrick Mahomes off of the Chiefs, their offense would be abysmal because that offense is, is ass. The only reason that they're 3-1 and one is because of Mahomes. That's the only reason that that offense is anything. I mean, he's throwing the Sky Moore, Kadarius Toney. Travis Kelsey. Shea Royce. I know Travis Kelsey. I get it. I get it. But I it get my, it, too, and I bro. And I said this after um after what game was it? Uh, the game they lost. What game did they lose? What do you mean? When they lost? Uh, when they, oh, they lost the, Lions. To the Yeah, Detroit. They lost to Detroit, and I said, I don't care when Travis Kelsey comes back. That uh, that offense is going to struggle to score points no matter what.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah of course.
1: So, so Patrick Mahomes is the MVP, hands down. It's Patrick Mahomes, dude. It's Mahomes.
2: Logically, yes. Well, Justin Fields just threw a touchdown pass to to, to uh, DJ Moore for twenty yards. Him touchdown pass did he really yeah yeah Fields he's two or three 78 yards and a touchdown in the first drive Moore has two catches 78 yards and a touchdown (laughs) we're over here talking like he didn't they don't know how to use them but maybe they figured it out yeah I wish we were watching right now but that's okay I know I know I
1: know
2: oh so let me ask you a question player a Mm -hmm. and player B okay player a as 1,048 yards passing, nine touchdowns, four interceptions, 106 rushing yards with two touchdowns, right? Player B has 1,014 yards passing, nine touchdowns, two interceptions, 70 yards rushing, and zero touchdowns. Which player would you rather have?
1: player B from what I can remember player B you said a lot from what I can remember
2: would you believe the the names I'm about to tell you would you believe would you believe it like honestly go ahead the player that you would select would be Russell Wilson the player that you didn't select is Josh
1: Allen I knew player A would how Josh about Allen. how crazy is that Here's the three reason I knew it was Josh Allen. Well, you have him in fantasy, so you kind of understand. I knew the, it. Four plus interceptions. The, four, the four interceptions. I knew it was Josh Allen. Yeah. I didn't know. I honestly didn't know that was Russell Wilson. How fucking crazy is that? I know. I know. It kind and of blew my
2: mind, too, because I'm sitting there. I'm like, wait a minute. Because the MVP question had me thinking, like, everybody was talking about Josh Allen, Josh Allen's the favorite. And I'm looking at it. I'm nah. like, I'm looking at the statistics, and I'm like, yeah, I get it that they they beat the Dolphins just now, so maybe like it's all the gonna the, get there. the immediate hype. We're going to get there. But I'm looking at the MVP and I'm like, I understand what he just did, but you can't erase week 1. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you have a bad game, it's a stain on your resume until until further notice. Until you play so damn good consistently that you look back at that game and like, damn, that was actually like a legit fluke. It was a blip. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, Josh Allen, to me, like, he hasn't played to that standard yet. I'm not saying that he can't play to that standard because I love him. But I'm saying he hasn't played to that standard yet. And I think he will. But Which, I, I I, don't have him as the MVP right now. Who? Josh Allen. Oh, no, he's not the MVP. A lot right of now. people were saying it, nah. and, and that's why I wanted
1: to like kind of like – We're going to get there, and I can't wait. Figure it out. I, I wish yeah. you saved that because we're going to get there. Damn it. We're going to okay. get there, and it's going to be great because I'm really – I'm actually okay. really happy you said that. Okay, good. Because I think you're going to understand what I'm going to say when we get there. Yeah. Um, Which rookie has impressed you the most?
2: CJ Stroud. I mean, Houston, Houston's literally been a dumpster fire for, for years, and – You know, I will obviously since Deshaun Watson and back into what, 2017, 2018. uh, But there's there's something special, bro, uh, brewing in Houston, bro. Um, I I actually think CJ Stroud is a really good quarterback. I think he's a good leader for him. He has twelve hundred yards and six touchdowns as a rookie. That's something special. And no interceptions. That's that's second most all time in the first four games for an NFL start to a career. Like, that's crazy. He has no interceptions. You know who number one is? Andrew Luck? No, Cam Newton. Really? Yeah, Cam Newton, and it's by by maybe, uh, I think maybe like fifty yards well, or something. I, I forget think he what threw it is. For
1: like three hundred ninety four yards in his debut. It was something. Mean, yeah. Against I forget. But Stroud's name, second Vikings. though. I mean, look at look in he, Houston, he threw for two hundred and forty two yards against the Ravens, three eighty four against the Colts, two eighty against the Jags, three oh six versus the Steelers. Mm. And you called that upset. That was great. I wish I listened to you. I would have won some money mm. on Sunday. But he hasn't thrown an interception yet. Outside this is a rookie with a defensive head coach. Yeah. And backup offensive lineman. No true number one ri- wide receiver. No true number one tight end. No true good, like legit running back. Bro, he's, he's just crazy. got dudes out there that he's playing with. He's really Pulse.
2: good. He's really good. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. Houston, they got lucky taking Stroud.
1: If you're if the Panthers are probably sick to their stomach,
2: this, this kid's legit. I mean, he if you look at his outside of week 1 from weeks 2 to 4 he has a he has a quarterback rating of 103.5 118.8 and 111.3 against the Colts the Jags and the Steelers i mean man like he's keeping Houston in some ball games he's making them competitive you know we don't we don't look at Houston anymore on, on the roster or on the schedule and say dub like you have to look at yeah. it and be like hey they're going to give you a fight they're gonna give you everything they got. I mean, look, their coach—I'll tell you—is awesome too. I, I like their coach. You know who needs to be
1: very careful? Jacksonville. Yeah, that ain't a runaway in that division. The Colts look okay, and it should have been. The Colts look been. okay. The Texans look good. And
2: uh, I like the Miko Ryan's right now. To me, me he—he he, actually—if it wasn't for the record—I—I I, I would have him as. What are
1: they two and two? They're two and two. Yeah, I mean they're two and two, but I—I I would have him in the running as. Uh, uh, coach of the year if they win eight nine games sure. if they if they win eight nine games and win that division he's coach of the year if, if they i don't win, care what else if happens. they win
2: they have to win the division for him to win that's that. what, if yeah, they yeah, win yeah. the
1: division and they're nine and they have are yeah. nine and eight he's coach of the year and i don't care what any other coach does and I, I would in be the, I,
2: I, I, I wouldn't be mad at that honestly i think he deserves it. i mean
1: he's coaching his ass off with this team i know and that's that franchise was their a defense fight. is quietly pretty good they too right. man they are all right, all right. They are right. Now, let's go to other franchises that are truly ass. Yeah, let's talk about Bears, it. Bears, Cardinals, Raiders, Giants, Broncos. Which one of those five dumpster fires do you think is the worst situation?
2: If you All right. We have to really dive into this, right? Like, we have to break it down piece by piece here with this one. To me, either the Bears, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Giants, and the Broncos, the worst situation right now. Is the new york giants they don't have anything on offense they traded a third round pick for decoy and darren waller saquon (laughs) is about to be a free agent again who knows if he even wants to come back at this point because maybe he wants to play for a contender next year daniel jones has a 47 million dollar cap hit next year and they are just an overall bad football team they don't have any 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 wide receivers that stand out that can be like that you can kind of hang your hat on be like, Oh, okay. At least we have this guy on offense. All we need is a quarterback to compliment him. The problem is you're locked into the quarterback. So you can't make any moves outside of trading him and nobody's going to pick up that contract. So good luck. So it's either you eat the money and you go find a quarterback or you're going to have to stick with Daniel Jones and ride it out till, till the wheels fall off because, or the axle falls at this point. I mean, th- the whole car is collapsed. I, I just the Giants to me have become a, a, such a disaster. Uh, like I feel kind of bad for Brian Dayball to a sense that like I know he's going to get fired soon, and it it might be the it might be the, uh, it might be the end of, it might be the end of the year. I disagree. If if the Giants continue the way they are continuing and they're getting blown the fuck out, yeah, he's gone, bro. I don't
1: know, man. He's Is going they, to be gone. It's hard because did he? Want it's to not going to be, gonna be his fault. It's not going to be his fault. Well, I said this before. Uh, we got in this argument all over the summer when we were going back and forth with the Daniel Jones shit. And I kept saying, oh, running backs don't matter. Saquon Barkley matters. Saquon Barkley has been the Giants the last four years. Daniel Jones blows. Daniel Jones isn't bringing, right. nobody goes to a Giants game like, damn, man, I'm going there to see Daniel Jones. Like, if you want to do that, if you want to see Daniel Jones, just put on full house because he looks like Danny Tanner. Like, I'm so tired of it, man. It's so annoying. And then you have to sit there and Saquon Barkley gets the shit end of the stick and doesn't get paid while you pay Daniel Jones $47 million, And the dude is trash. Yeah. Daniel Jones blows. He stinks. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. For real, for real. And this is what happens. And I'm I'm actually, I'm so happy that this is happening and this is unfolding like this because the Giants might not win four games. And this is what that organization deserves. Hmm. This is what that organization deserves. Your offensive line stinks. Your quarterback stinks. Your wide receiver stinks. Your tight end is washed up. Your running back is getting hurt because he doesn't have an offensive line to block him. Your coach is good, but he's got nothing to work with. You're getting embarrassed week in and week out. Yeah. It's a great time to be an Eagles fan, a Cowboys fan, or a Commanders fan because they're the doormat of the NFC East. Commanders. (laughs) So. Um, no, that's real. So like it, if, if I had to break
2: it down for all the teams, that would be the worst team that I, I think is in the worst situation because the other teams, I think they can be salvaged by drafting a little bit. I, I think the bears have two picks next year, including Carolina's because they traded for, uh, for the number one overall pick Carolina. I actually,
1: but here's the thing. I think there's a com, there's a, there's a team here that has a worse situation. I think it's the Broncos.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: I, because here's the thing. Okay. With Russell Wilson next fair. year, like, look. They were number two on my list, to be fair. I The Giants, the Giants after next year can get out of Daniel Jones. The, the, the Broncos are stuck. Like, he's a $22 million cap hit this year. Or, I'm sorry, next year he's got a $35 million cap <laughs> hit. And if they caught him, it's $85 million. In 2025, he's got a $55 million cap hit and it's 49 million in dead cap. If they were to cut him, there's no getting around that. There is no getting around that. That's insane, dude. And you have Sean Payton, Sean Payton. I've always said, I, I, we talked about this before. I think Sean Payton's overrated. I think Sean, Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy are the same guy. Sean Sean Payton's been beloved because he had Drew Brees. Mike McCarthy gets shit on him. He won a Super Bowl. With Aaron Rodgers, just the same way that Sean Payton won it with Drew Brees. Yeah, they're the same fucking coach.
2: Yeah, you know it's funny. Sean Payton is the second highest uh, coach. What paid? Yeah, second second paid, second highest paid coach in the league is Sean Payton. That's insane, dog. I think like for that number to be to be, I mean, he gets he's getting getting eighteen million dollars a year. So stupid. Like to me, like. Why? You can't fix Washed. Is he selling? Well, is, is it the name?
1: Yes. And that's what I'm talking about. He's just the name. Hey, man. Tell me why. Sh- I'm he being No, no,
2: no. Fuck that. Sean Payton needs to start sending Drew Brees some checks. That's what he's going to have to do. Start start cashing him to the, I'm just gonna say this. to the Brees residence.
1: Bro, tell me why Sean Payton is better than Mike McCarthy.
2: I mean, they it's all the have the same subject. coach. They got a Super Bowl each with a legendary quarterback.
1: It's the same Coach, that's fair. But
2: Mike McCarthy gets shit on, and Sean Payton gets praised. Well, Mike McCarthy's on the Cowboys. He's coaching Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Of course, he's going to get shit on. Like I understand, they're winning that. 12 games a year. I get it. I understand that. But but that's it, that's my point. You're winning 12 games a year, and you're still getting shit on. Think about that, because well, the spotlight's on you.
1: Well, it's also because they they, they stink in the playoffs, but that's not true. true. Here's the thing. McCarthy does have his flaws with clock management. Well, and Sean Payton's said, record but, in the last, uh, however, playoff games is below 500. Didn't Sean Payton get eliminated by Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins' only playoff win? I think so. It was Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Since... So it's like, what is Drew Brees, what has Sean Payton done? What has Sean Payton done? I get it, bro. You were good with Drew Brees. You won the Super Bowl. Okay.
2: I'm, I'm trying to find his playoff record. Who? Uh, after the, after the Super Bowl win.
1: Oh, yeah, Mark. That's a great point. They did. They gave up a first-round pick for Sean Payton. They did. <laughs> Shit. I forgot about that. That's even crazier. That is crazy. $18 million a year, and they gave the first-round pick to the Saints. Yeah. Mickey Loomis. That's a great point. That's wow. wild.
2: Wow. That is actually kind of crazy.
1: <laughs> they, yo, the Broncos are in hell. Yeah, but if the Broncos are smart, they would tank, not win a game this year and get Caleb Williams. Because Caleb Williams isn't gonna cost much. And you could just you could absorb the dead cat hit by getting rid of Russell Wilson and just putting Caleb Williams in there.
2: Well, the reason why I have him at number two is because Sean Payton is a better coach than Dayball. I would take Sean Payton over Dayball. Sure. No doubt about it. That's why I have him the number two. And I think Russell Wilson Right now he's playing better than, than than Daniel
1: Jones. Russell Wilson, surprisingly, hasn't been he's that actually
2: terrible. been all right. I think it's the Broncos defense more than anything that's been the most biggest letdown. I think their offense is buttered at the worst moments at times in the game where they needed to score and and they just couldn't convert. So obviously, like I feel like there is some improvements there that could be made on the offensive end, but they're not the reason why they're losing football games. It's their it's the defense so to me it's like yo Russell Wilson actually hasn't played that bad so you know in reality I would say yeah like they would be number two just based on the production versus the the amount of money they're spending on these players too when when you're paying Russell Wilson 45 million and you're paying Sean Payton 18 million I mean you're 63 million dollars deep and you're getting what five wins the fuck is that? They'll
1: be lucky to get five wins. I
2: mean, a head coach and a quarterback, when you pay them that much money, they should be at least 70% of your team. Like, like they got to be the engine. They got to be the whole – they got to be the entire thing. Like, when we say Belichick and Brady, you know, you got Manning and Dungy. You know, like, we talk about yeah. uh, Roethlisberger and Tomlin. Like, there, there's there's a reason why they've been successful. You know, it's the relationship. It's the McNabar- camaraderie. McNabb, Yeah. Reed. Yeah, North right. Turner
1: and uh, and what's his face? That's important. Phillip I think Rivers. that's I think that's important. Man. It was North Turner with Phil Rivers, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I think it's important, man. I just really do. Oh, and Schottenheimer was there for for a couple of years with with Rivers.
1: Yeah, so it's like you. Yeah, it's it, it, Sean Payton was hired because they thought that he was just going to turn around Russ, and it's like, but the reason I love this so much is because he made all those comments. This is the worst run team I've ever seen. All that shit he was yeah, talking about, correct. Matt Hackett. Yeah, that's kind of that's ironic. Matt Hackett didn't have 70 hung on him. That's he didn't true. lose by 50 in his yeah. first four games. That's a fact. He might not know when to call a timeout to kick a field goal, but he wasn't losing by, five by 50. So, and then, like, the Raiders, they're okay. They have their picks, their ass. They could, they could get a quarterback. The Cardinals, same thing. I mean, the Cardinals, the problem is, is what do you do with Kyler? Somebody will bite. Now I feel well, bad for them because you know whoever bites at Kyler is just gonna be making a big mistake and they're gonna be taking on a ridiculous contract for a mid-level player um who has a lot of hype around them that can't that can't live up to it because he's very mid. Um and then you have the bears. You're not tied to fields.
2: Right. You can get off of Fields easy. This and is- you got a first round pick from from trading with Carolina. So you're gonna, gonna have two, two the Bears player.
1: are actually in great shape.
2: That's well, yeah. I think they're the best shape out of everybody because they didn't pay fields yet. They don't want they're not tied to them yet. However, I will say is that the, um, who are we talking about? The Cardinals, the reason why I have them on the, at number three is because who would I rather have, Kyler Murray or Daniel Jones? I would take Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. So, like, to me, like, do they have a problem? Yes, because of how much they pay the quarterback versus the production they're getting, out. you know, the output. Yeah. But Kyler Murray, like, to me, like, he's a middle-of-the-pack kind of quarterback. I think he can be okay. I, I think he can win football games. Can he win Super Bowls? No. no. But can he win football games? Can he get you to the playoffs? I think he can get you to the playoffs. I think he's kind of that quarterback and get you there. He's done it, right? He hasn't been – He he sputtered down, you know, down, down the season, but it doesn't make him a bad quarterback. No, like he's, I, right around, he's right I think, around
1: the 20 level. Yeah,
2: but, like, if, if I would be comfortable over him, over Daniel Jones, so to me, like, I, I don't know, Arizona – cool and i think they've been playing some inspired football you know since the start of the season so to me like the giants if anything they have looked uninspired they spent a third round pick on waller saquon's a free agent next year you got a quarterback that's very expensive and he's not he's not doing much for you and your offensive line is really really it's absolutely awful but like we could blame daniel jones all we want but we can't sit here and bullshit that the offensive line. Oh no, try. It's, it's he doesn't have a chance. But here's my like part. that's like but that's that's I, that's the hard part.
1: This is what I have a problem with, though. Show some self awareness. You wanted forty-seven million. Oh, I, I agree. Don't with take you. the thirty that you're barely worth because you're a regular degler, fifteen touchdown. You already have. Well, you got to get players that want to come to New York as well. But you can if you get some money at them. If you throw some money at them true. To get your offensive line, get a wide receiver. I mean, their last wide receiver they signed was Kenny Galladay. True dog shit. And it's like, when you see, um, um, which we call it. He already has more interceptions than he had last year. He's already fumbling. Like he was before Dable got there. He's on pace again to throw 15 touchdowns because that's what he does. He throws maybe a touchdown a game, less than a touchdown a game because he's not a very good quarterback.
2: Yeah, He's very, he's, he's extremely bad.
1: He's very mid. Yeah. And mid is putting it politely. He's getting paid forty seven million dollars and he's in the bottom five quarterbacks.
2: He's not a he's not a very good quarterback, but I will say it hasn't been one hundred percent his fault.
1: And it's organization I'll, I'll be
2: real with that. The organization I, I, is in disarray. The organization has completely failed him. When yeah. you take him that high and you shock the world in taking him you should get him some weapons bro you should get you... him some offensive line you should give him something that can help this kid instead of trashing them or, or making it harder for him especially in new york media you know when he fails they're going to come out at his, at his neck the entire time like you got to protect your guy at all costs this is an investment when you when you spend that draft pick that high of a draft pick on daniel jones now you have completely invested a lot into this kid
1: you should protect
2: them at all costs. But they haven't the done that.
1: But here's the thing with that, bro. They had the opportunity because they didn't pick up his fifth-year option because they did. They weren't sure of him. So instead of instead of giving them a, a forty-seven million, uh, I'm sorry, a four-year contract worth one hundred and sixty million you franchise tag him you give Saquon Barkley 13 or 14 million that he wanted you keep Saquon Hackley happy which is the best player on your team and your best skill player on offense you give Daniel Jones that franchise tag you's got now got him you can get out of him after a year if he doesn't perform on that franchise tag he's not going to sit out nobody was beating down the door for Daniel Jones i mean let's be real here and then you could have signed other people because you weren't going to have all that cap cap hit fair the Giants are a joke yeah um here I got the worst right they're now. the
2: worst out of all of them
1: yeah. let's, st- let's stay in the NFC's moving forward you know you would take Dak Prescott and you would take Jalen Hurts over him right now you cannot definitively say that you would take Sam how that you would take Daniel Jones over Sam Howell.
2: Ah, I would take. I'm taking Sam Howell.
1: and it's only been I like games. Sam how I Sam like Howell Sam, Sam looks Howell.
2: Great. I, I like them I saw him in the preseason I think the kid could play and it's kind of it's looking like it's translating in in a regular season Sam Howell looks good. He looks like, good, looks like a
1: good quarterback. Did you see the drive that he put together? Excellent. Ten plays? Excellent. With no I, timeouts? I, I, that's a rookie. That's good shit. That's good for Sam Howell. Yeah.
2: Do you think Well, that- it's a rookie. It's just, to me, it's his rookie year. This is his first year playing.
1: It is. I, I know. Like I, I consider that
2: rookie. If you're going to call in the NBA he's a rookie, then I can call in the NFL as a rookie. Fuck yeah, out of it's here. His first,
1: it's his first year. <laughs> But he has the the Commanders low key looking like a fresh key playoff team. Do you think that they can make the playoffs? Uh
2: I don't think they're making the playoffs. I think they can if Sam Howell can, can 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 keep it up and he can elevate his game a little bit more. I think they can because I think they can get some good quality um uh good quality play out of Brian Robinson and and uh Gibson they're in down the backfield right now. <laughs> But yeah, I, a, I I don't I I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I didn't have them in my playoffs, yeah. but they are a solid team. They're up and coming. I'll tell you that.
1: They they're not gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna be a an annoying spoiler team when it gets later in the year. Yeah, like when Dallas plays them in Week 17, like in the in the division games, they're gonna be tough. They always play the Eagles tough because they the Eagles barely escaped.
2: It's it's a divisional game. They always play tough like that, I know. Bro. That's just the way it goes.
1: And it's funny because like. That, like, we were talking about it because we were watching the game in AC and we were yeah. saying, like, is are we concerned? And I'm just like, there's a part of me that's like, I'm like, I'm like waiting for them to pop. But then there's the other part of me where it's like, they're 4 0. It was a division game. You still won the game. You came back when you were down. And here's the thing I would rather J- Jalen Hurts have this adversity right now play from behind, play with pressure, learn all those things. Last year, they were always leading. Now you're watching Jalen Hurts have to put. Make timely throws. Make them when they count. Play from behind. Play in high-pressure situations. Now, I know the playoffs. You know um, the the conference championship game, the Super Bowl. I know that those are pressure games. But like when you're trailing and stuff like that, like these are all good moments for a quarterback who's still young. It's a third right. year.
2: I agree. Am I concerned? No. Am I optimistically cautious? Yes. Yes. I'm a little worried. I'm. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not there. I'm not concerned to the point where I'm like, all right, what's going on? But like you said, the Commanders, it's a it's a division game. I expect it to always be tough. I don't care what their records say. You could throw them out. Anytime it's a divisional game, it's going to be tough regardless. At Washington, they came in there and they played a good football uh, a, a good football game. But the better team won in the end because the better teams make the plays when it matters the most. That's what the Jalen Hurts did. Look, Washington did a good job stopping the run, forcing Jalen Hurts to make big plays when it mattered. And you saw what A.J. Brown did. He had two big touchdown plays and when it mattered the most, when we were down. And that's the plays that I expect the Eagles to make. So the fact that they made those plays when it mattered, that gives me, like, a lot more hope than what the final result was on the scoreboard,
1: Yeah, regardless fine, of what yeah.
2: we thought. You know what I mean? We're looking at this line like, oh, seven and a half, the Eagles are going are, are gonna to smoke them. But the fact that the Eagles could have lost this game, you know, it, it, it just the fact that the Eagles could have lost this game kind of like makes the score, you know, uh, worth uh, worth more than it, what it than what it really is, in my opinion. Yeah, because no, like I, I I actually think like you could take a lot of good things from this game from the Eagles. You know, uh, absolutely. Aspect. Yeah, like AJ
1: Brown got going to yeah. get
2: deep touchdowns. Yeah, like I think there's a lot of good things that happened in the game. Were they perfect? No, they didn't have to be. You know, but, you know, now you know that the Eagles can win a game through the air because the run game wasn't wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Swift. That was probably Swift's worst game as an Eagle. Right. You can argue. He's so good. Well, we have 14, 14 carries for 58 yards. What is that? Maybe three, three yards a carry, four yards a carry. I mean, it wasn't Swift like he was in the, in the last couple of weeks. But again, The the offense stopped. Yeah, they the offense stepped up, and AJ Brown made the plays. I mean, he he had
1: 140 some yards. And I will say this because I just traded Goddard. Goddard, he's not going to be he's not going to be very fantasy relevant this year. No, he's he's the fourth option with the emergence of Swift.
2: He's like the 32nd ranked. offense. he's just he's just
1: not it, and it sucks because. But here's the thing: he will have his spots and opportunities to come up big, but as far from a fantasy perspective. I just don't say it. Nah, like he, I don't he doesn't have it. the opportunities that he had last year.
2: I don't think he has the burst to him.
1: It's that. And I think with I think with AJ and Smitty, you have two legit ones. Yeah. Who are who command, he doesn't have to do
2: all that? Yeah. They command 10, right.
1: eight to 10 targets a game each. So that's just how that goes. Um, switching to the Bills versus the Dolphins. Bills hang forty eight on them, forty eight to twenty. I told you this was my iconic lock of the week. I love this game. This Dolphins crazy. put up seventy points, one by fifty, smelling themselves a little too bit. Perfect time to fall down to a divisional opponent who's ready. Do you think it's more? Do you think this win said more about the Dolphins or more about the uh, Bills?
2: I think the Bills showed everybody in the world that the AFC East is still ours. Like I think they they said that's cool. I know the Dolphins scored seventy, but this is our division and that's exactly what they did. They put a beat down on the Dolphins. They won by four touchdowns. Um, and I think they they sent a message around the league because now I think a lot of people are looking at the at the Buffalo Bills like, "Damn, all right. They're back." You know, cuz I think there was a lot of doubts in the offseason about the Bills. Um especially on my side, definitely. I was kind of like a little iffy on them. I know you are too. Yeah, I think you were down on the Bills as well. So, but I think they showed a lot of people like, yo, they're still, they're still here. Like they're still relevant. So, um, yeah, I think they sent a message on, on Sunday.
1: Me too. The bills took it personal. Yeah. And I think that that's what they want. They planted their flag and said like, this is still our division. All, all, all the turmoil in the off season, how we ended this season last year. That's cool. Yeah. But the ASC East stays in Buffalo. Yep. And that's that's period. End of story. And I think that people were starting to shift a little bit towards the Dolphins because the Dolphins got off so hot. Shootout with Tua versus Justin Herbert. They beat the Chargers. Yep. Then they beat um, the Patriots in a slugfest. Then they go and they 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 beat Denver by fifty. And I think the Bills were low key watching that and they're like, all right, we're about to show you guys what it is. But Josh Allen owns the the Dolphins. He's ten and one against them. He owns the Patriots. He owns the Jets. Josh Allen, the way he owns them, it's like Tom Brady owning the Bills. The, Jets. the Bills in that,
2: back in the day, yeah, that's, that's how it was. That record's insane. He's yeah. like, I think Brady's like thirty-five and two or something <laughs> like that. It's insane, or thirty-five and three or thirty-five 30.
1: and two against the division. It's something so like that. It's fucking
2: crazy. But what,
1: what did that game tell you about Josh, your baby? it didn't tell me anything.
2: It's it, 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 that's what I expect from Josh Allen. Like this guy would be labeled the best quarterback in the world. If he was accomplished, that's it. If he had MVPs attached to his resume, if he made a super bowl appearance, I think a lot of people would, would argue that he's the best quarterback in the, in the game. Oh my God. I think I think you can make a, a fair case in the argument if he
1: won a super bowl. Or, yeah, no, if he got to one.
2: absolutely. If he won a super bowl or got to one, I he, think, I think you can, you can make a compelling case. I agree. I'll give you that because action. just because you didn't win the Super Bowl, that doesn't make you a top-tier quarterback. You know what I mean? Like Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. What are they gonna say about him? Everybody calls him one of the top five best of all time. All Without a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? So, like, why does it matter for him? You can't move the goalposts for that, no, that was
1: I mean, that was me. That's why I always say, like, I obviously I didn't see Dan Marino like right. when I was 10 years old.
2: Right. But what well, I'm me, saying is, like, but like the talent was there. I mean, dude, 84%. He this is efficiency. 21 of 25, 320 yards, 84% completions, four touchdowns. He had a perfect rating, 158.3. You know what this tells me about? He had a perfect rating and blew this fucking team out. The team that just scored 70 points the week before. You know, like, but I knew this was going to happen with the Dolphins because when you score 70 points, you're due for a letdown, bro. Like, you just, you just, yo, you just completely smoke somebody in their own crib. For seventy, I, I just didn't expect the Dolphins to put up forty or more in this in this game. No way. I I, I thought it would be a slugfest. We talked about this, but
1: you know what it told me about Josh Allen. It no. told me what I already knew. When Josh yeah. Allen is at totally. his best. He's the second best quarterback in the game. He's a baller. But the problem with Josh Allen is, is you don't know if you're getting that Josh Allen or best. if you're getting the Jets Josh Allen.
2: He's the second best.
1: That is the true problem. He's the third best. And that's okay. No
2: way. No
1: way. No, he's actually no. the fourth best because oh, than- oh, the- he ain't better than Hurts. You're crazy. Josh Allen ain't better than Hurts. You don't think so? No, nah, I would take J. I would take Jalen. I think
2: Eagles fans would take Josh Allen.
1: Mm-mm. Jalen Hurts protects the ball better. He don't have a stronger arm, but he could run just as well. At him, he's a better decision maker. He doesn't make as many stupid mistakes. Yeah. He's already made a Super Bowl. Hey, yeah, Let me, let's have a conversation right now. Let's have a conversation. You put Josh Allen
2: on the Eagles offense, bro. This team won't probably lose a game.
1: Like they would be, the, they would, be, would be the same team as the, no, 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 the, no.
2: Like I think AJ Browns would be like a certified top three. Fantasy wide receiver. First of all, certified.
1: First of all, first of all, first of all,
2: like certified Josh all, Allen on talk, this Eagles offense. So you, is fucking bananas. So bro. you're saying
1: you don't think they would lose a game
2: with Josh Allen? Yeah.
1: Because in Jalen Hurts' last 23 starts, he's 22 and one.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair So basically, you're okay. going right, lose a game. I think so back up. No, I think Josh Allen on Get the your Eagles elbows off the table. Listen. Josh Allen <laughs> on the Eagles? Yeah, they would be, be the same team. They would be a lot more They might put up lethal. some more
1: gaudy numbers, but they would also – Oh, yeah, that's what I think. But they would also lose a lot more close games because they don't have a better decision maker. Maybe. No,
2: for sure. Maybe. I for don't know. Show. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Because it, what if Josh Allen was coached by Steichen? Steichen's all right. He's a good coach.
1: Well, you saw Josh – He's looking pretty good with – with, with the Colts, well, bro. He did have that with Brian. Looking Bailey. all right with the Colts. I gotta, be, I gotta be real. I, I told you that. second. Yeah. He made Justin Herbert right, great, man. He made Jalen Hurts great. Now Jalen Hurts, is, coach. Jalen Hurts is doing great. Jalen Hurts is doing good this year. He's just not lighting it up like he was last year, and that's okay. He's winning games. He's, his stats are fine. He threw for three hundred yards and three touchdowns last week. What more do you want? Or two touchdowns. So no, he really is the second best quarterback in the game, though. Josh Allen, you can make the argument. <laughs> I wouldn't put him there. I don't think he has enough to warrant that, and he's still too inconsistent for me. I think he, right now I would say that he's the fourth best. At be, I think the I think it's Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and then you could argue with three. I would personally take Josh Allen.
2: Bro, if Josh Allen was playing as bad as Joe Burrow right now, you would be crushing not the if, shit not out of Josh Allen. Hurt. Not if he was hurt. You would have a fucking field day all pod about Josh Allen. You bring up Josh Allen, you'd laugh. You talk about Josh Allen, you would crush him. You would crucify him. Okay, Nikki, hold on. He would absolutely <laughs> bury this man. Hold on. But Joe Burrow. I'm about to bury you. Joey, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow doesn't pass for over a hundred yards, and you, you didn't say a fucking word. I told you
1: that after week one.
2: I know, I but told what I'm saying week, is. But here's
1: the thing. Josh Joe Burrow is hurt, and he still has less turnovers than Josh, Josh Allen. Josh
2: Allen was hurt last year, too. <clears throat> I mean that's that's what they that's what they told me. He was hurt. What
1: did he hurt? Was it his elbow?
2: It was elbow. Yeah. It was his elbow. Was elbow. Okay. I mean, I couldn't
1: tell because he was still throwing. He was still That's throwing That's what ball. I'm yards. saying. That's what I'm saying. But I feel like with Joe Burrow, I, for me, Joe Burrow is better from the pocket. He's a better decision maker. He's more accurate, and his arm's just as strong.
2: But but we're not seeing it now.
1: We're not seeing it right now because he's legitimately hurt, and his offensive line is terrible. He has the worst offensive line in football. Which again, I don't understand what the Bengals are doing because every year they sign an offensive lineman and, and he they, goes there and he's horrible.
2: And they're horrible, I know. I know. So, but it's weird, right? Well, to stay with Is that jo- has got to be coaching.
1: Yeah, let's stay with Joe Burrow and the Bengals because they got smoked. Yeah, absolutely. twenty-seven yeah, to let's three. Let's stay with them. I'm concerned about Joe Burrow. Yep. I'm concerned about Zach Taylor. They stink. I'm concerned about the O line. I'm concerned about the Bengals as a whole. They're one and three. They're playing Arizona this week and they're a three-point favorite. That's it. Or two and a half-point favorite against Arizona. They could really mess around and lose that game.
2: They're going to fuck around and lose that game. You know that, right?
1: I'm I'm genuinely concerned because I don't know. Like, and here's the thing: I know people are like making jokes, like, "Oh, uh, Joe Burrow got paid." I really don't think it's that. I think he's hurt and he can't get out of Dodge with his poor offensive line. But Joe Mixon looks terrible. Jamar Chase, he's Jamar Chase, but T. Higgins looks like shit. Yeah. Tyler Boyd is is bad. Jamar Chase hasn't lived up to his standards. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know what's going on with them. I yeah. really don't. Can we talk about this team though real
2: quick uh the the the, the Tennessee Titans? I mean, wh- I don't know what to make of this team. Uh am this this team confuses me. They lose week 1 by one point to the Saints, right? On the road. Then they beat the Chargers at home. Then they get smoked by the Browns last week by 24. 27 to 3. That was the final score in Cleveland. And then they turn around and they mollywop the fuck out of the Bengals 27 to three. You want to talk about a roller coaster of a team? The Tennessee Titans are our definition. I don't know what to make of this team. I don't know. Is this an is this an indication on the Bengals? Or <laughs> is just yeah, or is the Titans like legit? You know what I mean? Because their their wins are against the Bengals and the Chargers. Their losses are against the Browns and the Saints. <laughs> Makes you want to scratch your head a little bit, right? But they've had a tough schedule, and I think going two and two at that stretch for the Titans is pretty good. So to me, it's like I don't know how to measure this team. We but the Bengals, when I watch them, they fucking stink.
1: They really do. They
2: have no big playability. That was what their offense was the last couple years. They were near the top of the league at big place. They, I don't see that with Jamar Chase. Doesn't look like he has much room to to move. I I don't see the big plays anymore. I mean, T Higgins, I know he got hurt, but he hasn't been, you know, uh, non-existent Um, Joe Mixon. I mean, what about him? You know, I, I just feel like, you know, there's too much. I feel like there's too much firepower on his offense for them to be what they are right now, but, and not for nothing. I know we talked about the Bengals offensive line. Joe Burrow has only been sacked eight times this year so far two a game. I know, I know, that's actually not not that bad. He's just getting hurried. He shouldn't be sacked that many times in general, because when you pay a a quarterback that much, you should be protecting him at all costs because that's your highest investment. But I don't want to get into that conversation, but eight times this year is actually not that bad. I mean, considering when he went to the playoffs, he got sacked like seven times in one game. Or nine times in one game in the Super Bowl. So so eight times in four games is not that bad. So we could talk about the offensive line. I just think it's the lack of execution for the for the Bengals. Lack of execution. I mean, you know, we were talking about it when when uh, T Higgins ran a comeback route and Joe Burrow threw it right in his chest and they caught the ball for nine yards and a first down. I was like, wow, that was like rare to see. That was that's what they're missing. That's what they I'm used to seeing. They don't. They. They. It just. They lack it during the game. Consistency throughout the game, and it's. It's a. It's. It's a struggle right now. I. I don't know how they. How they fix it,
1: honestly. I can't. I don't know what to make of the Titans. I don't know because, like, like you said, I, my, 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 my thing is, is you draft Will Levis. Are you just going to play Ryan Tannehill and go eight and nine and have a middle order pack pick, or do you go to Will Levis? And see what he's got because you messed up last year spending a second round on uh, Malik Willis, and then they're saying Malik Willis outperformed Will Levis in camp, but Will Levis is the backup. And it's like with the Bengals, they're—I mean, uh, the Titans—they're always just a tough out. Derrick Henry got yeah. going, but it's like, okay, is that just because the Bengals are some shit, or is that because that's Derrick Henry saying. got going again? Because I don't know what to make of either of those these yeah, teams right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so confusing. Is, is this who the Bengals are? Are the Bengals just going to be uh, have a down year because Burrow's hurt? They have offensive line problems, and and something's going on in the locker room. Maybe I don't know. I think we'll find out over the next four or five weeks. And then with the Titans, it's like, what direction is the franchise going? Are you getting younger, or are you staying with Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, and Traylon Burks and D Hop? D Hop's not doing anything. Traylon Burks is hurt again.
2: Spears is a good player. He is. I might have slept on him a little bit, but you still gotta feed Derrick Henry when you when you have the opportunity, and that's the result you get: twenty-seven-three molly wop of the over the Bengals.
1: You want to talk about a mollywop? That's what you get, bro. Want to talk about a molly Yeah, I,
2: I want to talk about it.
1: Cowboys. Yep, molly the Patriots thirty-eight to three. Expected. Oh my god. Expected, bro. Really? With the greatest coach, the greatest coach of all time? Absolutely. How this could is, you? How could that happen?
2: This is the distant.
1: How could that happen this, with this the greatest coach of all time? How does that happen?
2: It's a it's a it's a clear mismatch, bro. Like with this defense against the Patriots' offense, it's literally night and day. It's a
1: that's, I mean that's it's, what I it's, make it's, of the Cowboys. That season. was
2: literally like what the name of the game was. The, the the Cowboys' offense didn't have to do much. Regular. It was honestly the Cowboys' defense that put them up in good positions to for them to score. So to me, that was the that was the name of the game. The Cowboys' defense is the top three. It's a top three unit. And when you put the Patriots, they're probably middle of the twenties, twentieth offense.
1: It might be bottom three, maybe, offense,
2: bro. I, I don't think they're a bottom three offense. I because I, I don't think they have a bottom three quarterback. I don't think it, I don't think they have bottom three weapons.
1: Maybe they have bottom maybe. three weapons, bro. Maybe. Kendrick Bourne.
2: Maybe it's arguable. It's arguable, right? But all right, you, you put them in the bottom of the pack, but. For me, it's that that's the mismatch. So, like that was the name of the game, and that's what the result was thirty-eight to three. Mac Jones got picked off a couple times and you know, and pick six. So, yeah, like they they dominated and on all fronts. That's what you get with the Cowboys defense. This team is this they're they're legit, man. This this defense is for real. So yeah that's what you got 38 to three Molly whop. I mean you picked the Patriots
1: I did pick the Patriots because I thought that it would be a coaching mismatch <clears throat> I thought Mike McCarthy, I thought Bill Belichick would have something up his sleeve for Mike McCarthy and I was dead wrong because Mac Jones stunk they I knew it you knew that it was over in the first quarter
2: but he doesn't stink who Mac he stunk but he doesn't stink
1: okay I know what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. He stunk, but he doesn't stink. Yeah. Matt Mac Jones is just in a bad situation. But for me, this Cowboys win, this is what the Cowboys do. Yeah. They they show games like this where you're like, yo, this team is really good and they could beat anybody in the league. And then they give you games against the Cardinals where you look at them and you're like, I can't trust this team. Mac Jones, they made Mac Jones get benched for Bailey's app again.
2: The Patriots offense is getting worse though as the weeks progress. It
1: is. It is, absolutely. And it might get even worse because do you think Mac Jones could get benched?
2: Well, Mac Jones against the Eagles threw for 316 yards. Against the Dolphins, he threw for 231 yards. Against the Jets, he threw for 201 yards. And then against the Cowboys, he threw for 150 with two picks. So he's been plummeting since week one. So I know their schedule has been brutal. And they played some really good teams. They played the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Cowboys. I get it. Like, their schedule has been a gauntlet, to say the least. And Mac Jones doesn't have a number one wide receiver, in fairness. But this offense hasn't improved at all. Like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, they signed Juju uh, Smith-Juju for three years, $33 and he has been nothing for that team that's a waste of money
1: it was a total waste. between Devontae Devontae Parker.
2: Devontae Park I I don't understand what when it comes to wide receivers in New England <laughs> I I actually like they are absolutely fucking stupid as hell I want to say something worse than that but like they are really dumb absolutely. as shit they are absolutely <laughs> dumb and I I don't understand how you can go into the season with Juju and Devonte Parker making $33 and Devontae Parker making $11 million a year. Like, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't don't know how you – how do you feel comfortable?
1: I'm so good. Earlier, you did something to me. You did player A, player B. Yeah. And I actually have one planned for you. Oh, that's awesome. This is good. So, who would you rather have under center? Player A, 71% completion percentage, Mm. 908 yards passing, four touchdowns, one interception, 96 rating. Player B, 70% completion percentage. 882 yards passing, seven touchdowns, two interceptions, 102 rating.
2: I will probably take player B.
1: Mm-hmm. You know who that is? Who's that? The Bake Show. Is it? Baker Mayfield wow. stats this year. Wow. Versus who? Dak Prescott. Interesting. Baker Mayfield's been a little bit better than Dak.
2: How many, how many passing yards? Oh, wait, you, how many passing yards uh,
1: Dak has more? 908, Baker has eight eighty two. And that was because he played the when he played the Eagles, he got throttled. Okay. But I got one even better for you. Okay. You want to hear this one? Yeah. So you just heard Bakers. Oh no, wait. I'll wait on this because we're gonna get to this guy soon. We're gonna get to this guy soon. We'll talk about him. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's Baker Mayfield. Okay. okay. All right. That's Baker Mayfield's
2: playing great this year. He's playing, he's playing pretty good ball.
1: Yeah. I don't want to say great, but he's playing really good. I
2: don't think he's playing great. I think he's playing competent.
1: He's playing to the point where he'll be a starter next year.
2: I think he's playing himself extra years into the league.
1: Correct. Yeah.
2: He's buying himself some time.
1: You know, who's not buying himself any time because he's on the hot seat? Hmm. Billy. Phil Belichick. You think so? I think he's on the hot seat, brother. I yeah. said this before the season. I said he was top five on the hot. Why seat. Why would he be in the hot seat, though? Bro, this team is ass, and he's the GM of it. He constructed it. This team is ass, and here you go again. Christian Gonzalez goes out. He's you trade awesome, for? Bro. I know, but here, but hear me out. Good player. That's a Christian Gonzalez goes out, and what do you do? You immediately go get J.C. Jackson, who's familiar with the system. That's a great trade. It is. That's a fire. That's like
2: that is like a textbook Belichick trade, it
1: and it's just like it's just like he's like the new Patrick Chung. Patrick Chung is yeah. ass on every team he goes to the, he goes to the Patriots he's Darrell Rivas he went
2: to the Eagles it was garbage then went to the Patriots and was and was a Pro Bowler
1: yeah but whatever your offense is struggling you're not going out trying to get a pass catcher for Mac Jones mm-hmm. why
2: well when you have an opportunity to go get JC Jackson that's the perfect opportunity to go to go buy, Jackson was a fucking buy healthy scratch yeah I know but he's a buy low candidate because he already got his guaranteed money right so now the
1: chargers are paying 12 million this year
2: they got it, they already paid his signing bonus so what's bill going to do he's going to get him for cheap he's going to get him on his contract and then he's going to move forward like he's already been familiar with the system they lost christian gonzalez he could fill right in and boom he already you, you you already fixed the hole so that, so to me That's like I, I don't i don't mind i think it was a brilliant trade and i understand the the lack of weapons right now but like who's out there that that you could trade for like who's available Chase Claypool? Give him a go. Give me a fucking break. He'd be
1: better than what they got.
2: I don't think so. I I honestly don't think so. You know
1: how I feel about Chase Claypool, but I would take Chase Claypool over,
2: over Kendrick Bourne. Absolutely, I would not. I would take Henry Bourne over Chase Claypool any day of the week. Yeah, and I, might, I, I might,
1: I might actually be on. Some it
2: really, story. it really, ain't, it really ain't close.
1: Yeah, I can't, I can't even say that. Like I can't Chase allow Claypool
2: is not even good enough to start on the Patriots. He's not even good enough to
1: start on the Bears. He's, he's a season. He's That's an what active, I'm saying. He's inactive. But I do think Bill Belichick's on the hot seat. Like frf. FR.
2: I don't think he is, but he could be if if they lose the way they are losing, like 38 to three. That was his worst loss ever. That's kind of crazy. I love it. That's actually kind of I, I don't love it because I I. He deserves it. No. Throwing his flag
1: when he's trying to, he's the dude's trying to challenge a play. He's throwing his flag. Like, and I'm laughing at it, but that's disrespectful, bro. You're 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 at your profession.
2: No, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with Billy. I don't I honestly like he's in a weird situation because if he goes somewhere else, like is he too old to start somewhere new? Yeah, bro. I think well, no, I think Highland's hiring. That's insane. <laughs> now see, like <laughs> You're being just wild disrespectful. No, I'm you not. You know I'm, like man. I'm treating him. No, the way. You're no, 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 no. You shouldn't treat a legend like that. Oh,
1: you know if why? No, legend you know the legend. It's insane. Because when Bill Belichick's That's... on his high horse, he could treat the media like shit and all the people just doing their job. But now that he's having some down years, we can't treat him like shit. Sorry. No,
2: no, no. Sorry. I, I don't think anybody is like he, he's going to be himself regardless of the situation. I don't think it's going to matter.
1: Bill, what do you think about this? Seattle. Yeah, that's what yeah, he
2: was so focused Yeah, so what do you think on. about the
1: game plan? Seattle. Because
2: he doesn't want to talk to you.
1: Disrespectful. Seattle. Answer the question. He's They're focused. doing their
2: job. And guess what? Did it work?
1: That had nothing to do Did with that meeting, Seattle. Did it work? That had nothing to do with No, right. it didn't. It all had nothing all all to all do, all 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 do all
2: right. with it. All right, let me ask you a question. When he goes to the media and says, we're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. We're on to the Cincinnati. They were on to Cincinnati. And what happened? They fucking destroyed the Bengals after getting thrown Tom by Brady. the Kansas City Chiefs and went on to win the Super Bowl with, with what?
1: Was he under 500 as a coach before Tom Brady?
2: All right, but we're talking. I'm telling you, under 500 as a head coach against Tom Brady, you dodged the question. No, I didn't. Did it work? We're on the Cincinnati, Seattle. Did it work?
1: That has nothing to do with them winning. No, absolutely, it worked. So him going up there, absolutely, we're on the Cincinnati. That was the reason that they turned that around and won the Super Bowl.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, it, it starts <laughs> oh right there. It starts with the head coach. He sent a message. Yo, we're on to Cincinnati. That game doesn't, don't mean anything. We're on to Cincinnati. Bro, please stop going. We're to on the Cincinnati. Solutions. And guess what? And guess what? The next week, they destroyed the Bengals. Why? Because they were on to Cincinnati. Oh, my God.
1: That's it's, why. It's and when he said,
2: hey, yeah, well, yeah uh, I'm just focused on Seattle. So when they said, oh, yeah, is <laughs> Tom Brady, blah, 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 Seattle. Yeah, we're focused on Seattle and send a message throughout the entire locker room because obviously it's going to get floating around and around the media. His players are going to see that; they're going to know that he did that. They're going to know that he's focused on Seattle, so that's where their focus is. I, it's I, I, I can't take you serious because I think I'm being serious. No way you actually believe. It. I believe that actually sent a message in his locker room when he said Seattle. Yes, when he says we're on in Cincinnati a hundred times in the presser, I think it resonated in the locker room where it was, okay, we played like shit against the Chiefs that game. We're going to throw that game out, and now we're on the Cincinnati. That's the message that I'm sending to the team. The team took it, and guess what? Ironically enough, they won both games, right? Ironically enough,
1: they won both games. And important be, games, important games. This might be this is episode 176. This that's might fucking be real, dog. the worst nah, take nah, segment nah, I've ever that heard. Says, That's just, I real cannot shit. believe no, you are actually saying that with a straight face. That, that you, that him going up there and acting like a petulant child yeah. to the media was the reason that the that. That season was turned around.
2: He sent a message to his team. That's the reason what he that, That's the Send focus. a message
1: to your team in I'm the on locker a, we're room. We're
2: on a Cincinnati. Don't
1: berate and belittle we're a reporter doing their job. We're on a that's Cincinnati. That's the problem I have with them.
2: We're on a Cincinnati. See? And, and you're being wild disrespectful to me and, right and, now. And guess what? Seattle. He seattle them because guess what? They were focused on Seattle. Because why? Because all the scandal came out about the, the gate. So what he was trying to do is, I don't care about that. We're focused on Seattle. A cheater. We're focused on Seattle. We're focused on Seattle. He's that's, a cheater. So that's what he was trying to do. He was sending a message to his team. Yo, we're focused on Seattle. The uh, the outside that's, noise, I don't know, care about. That's not that. That's called deflecting. No,
1: it's not. That's deflecting. It's not. Yes.
2: No. It, yes. It's 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 a fucking fact.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. You know what else is a fucking fact? We're gonna talk about sticks and seeds of the week. Two trash ass teams: the Bears and the Broncos. Broncos come back to win thirty one to twenty eight. I live bet them. The Broncos down twenty eight to twenty one. That was fun. Um, even though I cashed out early because I was sweet. Um, do you think the Broncos won or did the Bears lose?
2: Uh, I think the, the Bears lost. I don't know how they lost this game. I mean, they were <laughs> up 28-7, to seven, right? 28-14. Like,
1: no, oh, no, wait. It was 28-7. They were 28, up 28-7, the,
2: the, right. to seven, and they were home against Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, like an offense that wasn't clicking at all. So, at all. so, like, I'm, I'm confused of how they lost, like, honestly, like Justin Fields. I thought he played pretty well. First half, he was excellent. He looked like he was like Justin Fields of last year.
1: Justin Fields actually looks good tonight. 10 this, of 15, 179 yards and two tutties.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, they just had they just had a second half collapse, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, I I think I think the Bears, the lost, Bears this game. lost it. The Bears yeah. lost it. And
1: then like you go for it on that fourth down, kick the field goal, bro. Mm-hmm. It's Justin Fields. Like, I'm not like Justin Fields ain't ain't him right now. Yeah. He's they them. So, like with you have to kick the field goal, get him the lead, and, and, and get your defense on the field. Like it's Russell Wilson. He's not cooking either. Yep. So I just I I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. That was that game was just like an actual battle of the buttest mm-hmm. It really was. Um who do you put the blame on? Do you put it on Justin Fields or do you put it on the coaching staff? Because for me, it's the coaching staff.
2: Oh, absolutely. When you have a lead like that,
1: you can't blow that you lead. You
2: can't blow You're at home. You got
1: uh, Khalil Herbert, 18 carries for 103 yards. I,
2: I mean, yeah, especially when you're when your season's on the line at that point. I mean, you're open three trying to get a win. You finally have a lead, a three touchdown lead at home. What more do you want? That's the kind of game that you got to win there. So to me, that's where like fields got to mature a little bit and take the plays when they're necessarily there and you know like you know like the check downs and stuff like take what the defense gives you at that point and keep yourself and your offense on the field and to negate allow to allow to not allow the other team to to kind of play the you know the comeback role because all they needed was one score to, to have belief because a two a two a two touchdown deficit in today's nfl actually isn't shit Nothing. because it's a passing league now so everything's designed for down the field mm-hmm. from you know majority of the plays so like to me it's like a, a two a two touchdown lead isn't isn't really much anymore like it used to be so plus plus you can't play defense yeah like you can't play any fucking defense I know. so obviously like like no lead is safe anymore so yeah i just that's how i thought do I you do that. think
1: that the sean payton and russell wilson do you think that like this experiment i guess you could call it can turn around now or do you think it's already over
2: oh, i think i think it could turn around i just i don't think it's going to happen this year i just don't think their defense is
1: is adequate enough. What happened to that defense, dude?
2: I honestly don't know. They were they were like a top 10 defense, top five arguable defense last year. And then this year, you know, they had high hopes coming into the season. And, and I, I honestly don't know. I mean, to give up 70 points and then to to get throttled in the first half by the Bears was also an eye-opener too. It's like, damn, like they didn't fix anything. So like, I, I just, they're just a bad team right now.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think that this this experiment's not going to work. No. Just period. Like this comeback win, like, all right, it was cool, but you were down by 21 points to a team that is arguably the worst team in the league, or at the time was playing like the worst team in the league. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't been down that game. So they scored 27 points to their opponents. 98. Yeah. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. And it's unacceptable. If I'm the owner of the, the Broncos, I'm looking at both of them like, yo, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. I'm taking Sean Payton's office away. Or I'm putting him and Russ in an mm-hmm. office in the basement. Um, let's preview week four now, because I had enough. T- I'm I'm done talking about
0: week five was a typo.
1: What happened? It's week
0: five. Yeah, you're pre- Oh my, yeah. be- you know, my, ain't my that be. crazy.
1: Like yo, know, I can't believe it's week five. I know.
2: Like it's week five. That's the best, dude. I know it's the best, but it's going by it's a little too fast for me, I think. I know.
1: I want it to rain, though, every Sunday because I just want to lay on the couch, give the baby his bottle, and watch football and get bitched at by Allie because I'm not moving off the couch.
2: Yeah, there, there's nothing better <laughs> than that. It's
1: amazing. I can't forget the sour either. <laughs> can't forget the sour. Eagles minus four and a half at the Rams. Can the, Can the Eagles get it going this week or will they get it going this week? Uh,
2: I think they're gonna be challenged. I think the Rams are gonna give him a challenge. I think Aaron Donald's gonna give him a challenge. I think the Rams are gonna put up a fight in this game. I think the I expect the Eagles to score points. I expect them to, to score more than 24. So I think the offense is gonna pick it up. I think they're gonna get uh AJ Brown a lot more involved. I mean, they've seen how it works. Hello, last week. Uh the guy went bananas. So yeah, I'm giving AJ Brown the ball and I'm going, to, so I'm going to continue to run the football. I know it wasn't an impactful last game, but that's the way you got to keep defenses on their heels. So I'm going to continue to run the football and feed A.J. Brown and Smitty on the outside.
1: Uh, I think it can click. I've been saying it's going to click for four weeks. Hopefully this is when it comes together. But for me, the Eagles just need to attack the Rams. Well, the, Bundab- the fine click. They need, to ha- they need to play a game where it looks like the offense is humming.
2: That's tough to play that like that flawlessly for every single game. No, no, I'm not saying flawlessly,
1: but I'm saying like where it doesn't start out slow and look ugly and it's taking them three quarters for the offense to get some steam. You're saying like last year? Yeah, like there were games last year where they came out the gate and they were ready to go. And it's like this year they're stumbling out of the gate. They're just so damn good that they can overcome the early season mistakes. Yeah. But I don't want them to start out every week like that. That's not conducive to a winning team. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Cooper Cup apparently may come back. Do you think he'll come back this week, or do you think they they let him get right because he was practicing limited? I think they said.
2: Oh yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna come back. I think he's gonna play.
1: Put sleigh on him. I mean, it don't really matter because yeah, it, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Yeah,
2: Cooper Cup. I mean, you're you're gonna need two bodies on him. I don't care if his if his hamstrings on a hundred percent. I mean, this guy's a beast. This guy can get open and, and put the best of them. So. Yeah, you're going to have to put two guys on him. The problem is they got Puka Nukua, and he's kind of like a Cooper Cup replica, right? I don't know if he if he runs crispier routes than him, which I, I he definitely doesn't. Cooper Cup is a much better route runner. But Puka Nukua, I mean, this this guy is second in the NFL in receiving yards.
1: I don't think Puka Nukua is going to suffer that much. Like, I don't think so either. Targets yeah, I agree. Cooper Cup's going to get him, but I yeah. still think he's an eight to 10 target guy. I agree with you, Mike. Bare minimum, because I think, I think he's shown enough as the main guy to not warrant the same amount of play as the second guy. No, I agree with you. And I think it's going to even boost Cooper Cup stock. Uh maybe because I still think that people are going to have to account for maybe, Puka. maybe. I mean, he's still going to be the focal point. I'm not saying it like that, but um, so do you think that there's a chance the Rams could win? Like, give me, a, give me, give me a scenario where you think the Rams could win, or do you think that they just can flat out?
2: Oh, I think the I think the Eagles are going to win this game regardless. I think the the only way the Rams can win this game is if they get pressure with Aaron Donald up the middle and cause Jalen Hurts to to maybe fumble, you know, have some have some issues with the snap or something. Get get in his head, you know what I mean? When you have Aaron Donald on there, you're always going to be somewhat cautious. You're always going to be wondering where he's at on the line. So like that plays into your into the mental. So, like, that's going to be a, a big factor. But I think the Eagles win here. I think they win by 10. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams covered this line because the the way they've been playing offense this year, I think they can keep up offensively with, uh, offensively with the Eagles. However, I just think the Eagles' defense is a little bit better than the Rams' offensive line. And I think that's gonna be the name of the game. I think we dominate in the trenches, and I think that's gonna be the reason why the Eagles win this football game.
1: Me too. I have the Eagles both ways. I think the I think the Eagles defensive line is is actually going to overwhelm them. Similar to how the um the Cowboys overline the Cowboys defensive line is overwhelm overwhelmed the Patriots and the Jets for that matter. Um, I got the eagle. I think the Eagles win. I'm going to like 30, 21, 30, 17. I think they get them by a decent amount.
2: So let me you know what's funny about this, about we talk about the Eagles offenses now. Did you know that the Eagles offense this year actually has three more points through the first four weeks than the Eagles offense last year?
1: Really? Yep. It was cleaner. last. Three year. more yes. points. You know what it was though? Last year nobody expected what they did to happen. This year everybody's expecting it. And that's what I was saying. But what's the drop off? The drop off is the eye test? Is
2: the eye test? The eye test.
1: And Dallas Goddard is non-existent.
2: I mean, look, they're they're still putting up the same amount of points as they did.
1: They did. It's just they're coming differently. What? What do you say? The points are being scored differently. Okay.
2: Okay. It's
1: time to grow up.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that because I was taken back. But, okay, let's move on. Go ahead. What?
1: Go, go, what were you saying?
2: Oh, I I've moved on. Oh, okay. I'm just saying the Eagles scored more points.
1: Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was saying that it doesn't. But this to year me, than it they did last year. The last year when they started scoring and they came out of nowhere and won the division like that. Everybody was, I went to the Super Bowl. Everybody was shocked. This year, they're so good that teams are, we are expecting them to just play lights out all the time. And that's what I was saying. It's okay to have adversity and win in different ways. I just want them to come out and look clean. They haven't played a clean game yet. The best game they've played so far was the Buccaneers. I just want them to come out and look fluid and look like they look like, look cohesive. Yeah. Look similar to what they were last year. The only the only way they looked the same last year was in, is, is the offensive and defensive line, which is the most important. But you know what I mean? Like you're not looking at at hurts sideways. You're not looking at the coordinator sideways. Like sometimes they're doing shit. And you're just like, why did you do that? <laughs> the interception he threw against the Bucks. What was that? Yeah. Dallas Goddard running three yard outs. Why? Where's the seam routes? Where's him running the skinny post? The post out. He was what he was effective at that. Dallas God, it's a big body. You're not cu- Dude, linebackers are too slow to get to him, and his safeties aren't big enough.
2: Yeah, I wonder if there's like a, uh, an underlying injury along the way with Goddard. I, I don't. I, is something wrong with him? I, I honestly, know I
1: don't know. I don't know.
2: He's too. He's too good of a player to not have this. To not have an impact.
1: And I, here's the thing: I, I gave up because I traded him today. I just I don't see it because I think between Devontae and AJ, they're eight to ten targets a piece. You're running the ball. With Swift, fifteen to eighteen times, there's not enough. There's not enough opportunity for him. Yeah. Now I didn't see that when I drafted him.
2: I didn't either. I I, I would have. I, I liked Goddard this year too. I
1: loved. It. I was happy as hell.
2: Yeah. I was happy. I, I finally really got an good. Eagle. I thought he was a good
1: player. So, um, Jets at Broncos. Broncos minus two and a half. The return of Nat Hackett. It's personal.
2: Wow. It's personal. It is personal for him. Yeah. Especially so after write the break that down.
1: It's personal. Um, who do you think this game is more important for?
2: <sighs> to me, this is this is this is not a question to me. It's the Broncos. I think the expectations for the Broncos are much higher now than the Jets are with Zach Wilson. Um, when you have a quarterback and you sign up for $245 million and you have a head coach who is the second highest paid in the NFL with 18 million dollars and you're giving up 70 points and you're into a nail-biter with the Bears yeah there's a there's concern there for me so the Broncos 100 have more to lose in this game than the Jets period end it's, of story
1: bro it's the Broncos but it's it's Sean but like Sean Payton has the most has so much on his shoulders for this
2: no way no way i i would disagree i would think that russell wilson is actually the escape
1: go here oh no sean oh, payton, absolutely sean payton made those comments about nat hackett nah and nat hackett comes in there with his squad with zach wilson and the jets but when you're the quarterback you, you always
2: get the blame though too though. no
1: i understand that but i'm saying like this game is so important for the broncos because of Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett and what Sean Payton was saying about Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. I think Nathaniel Hackett's going in there, gonna throw he's gonna throw everything at him. Zach Wilson looked all right. Lately. He's
2: gonna throw the kitchen sink.
1: He is because Zach Wilson looked okay against the Chiefs. <laughs> Maybe Zach Wilson, something went off in his head. Who knows? And Maybe. he figured some a light bulb went off and he figured it out a little bit for him. Hey, that, that could I'll very be well happen. Who do yeah. you think's under more pressure between the two? Zach or Russ? Russ.
2: Not close. It has I think to be. I think Zach has already accepted that he's a backup. I mean, that was his. That was kind of the 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 notion I got there in Hard Knocks. He accepted his role as Aaron Rodgers' backup. So in his mind, he's already a backup, and next year he's going to be a backup. He's going to be Aaron Rodgers' backup. And so to me, he has nothing. He has no pressure. I think he has everything to gain here. I think he's got something to lose in terms of his role to be a starter somewhere else, possibly. But I think in the meantime, like he's got a backup role with the Jets and he can learn from Aaron Rodgers regardless if he if he passes or fails. So um, but yeah, no, I think I think Zach Wilson has the most to gain more than to lose, to be honest with you. So yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: this is this is just this is insane. What happened?
1: Members only. Oh
2: man, that's crazy. So Roshan Johnson rolled out due to a concussion for the Bears.
1: Of course, because I traded Khalil Harper today. Oh my God. Yo, fantasy is amazing. Fantasy is amazing. I really enjoy it. Um, but to stay on track, nah, it's Russell Wilson, dude. Russell Wilson's gonna be Russell Wilson is gonna be under pressure every single game that he puts on and starts for the Broncos because of that contract. And because of what he was expected to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But in this game, I'm taking the Jets plus the points and the Jets outright to win this game. Matt Hackett goes back to Denver, and he gets this win. Wow. The Broncos blew their load last week coming back after they had the 70-point showdown. Then they had to use all that energy to come back against the Bears. Give me Zach Wilson and Matt Hackett.
2: Damn. I'm going to take the Broncos here because, damn, I fucking – Give me the Broncos. You're riding them? I'm, well, I'm not riding nobody, but yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos. I'll tell you (laughs) that. (laughs) that, That's for sure. That's
1: perfect. That's perfect. Um, All right. Jaguars at Bills in London. They might as well be the London Jaguars.
2: Yeah. I I don't know what's (laughs) going on over there. I don't know why they would agree that. I'm happy
1: though, because now I can eat my eggs and turkey bacon. And it's fire. 9, I love the nine thirty games. Yo, shout out to the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the Jags. Bills minus five and a half. Does Josh Allen continue his dominance? Uh
2: what dominance? I mean, this is this is regular Josh Allen. I think he's been good. I don't think he's been dominant this year. I think he's got more in the tank. I think, I think he's gonna. I think he's he was capable. The the way he played last Sunday is what he's capable of. I expect him to play like that regardless. But I I, I he hasn't been dominant this year, so I would say he
1: just dominated the Dolphins, Cuz.
2: Yeah, but will he continue his dominance? Which means he's been doing it, and I don't think he's been doing it for one week. That's how I look at the question.
1: I apologize. So I look at at, different than me. That's okay, and that's okay, and that's okay. But
2: that's good. That makes good content, and that's it. Is that makes good answers. So yeah, I just think I just think yeah, he's it's it's Josh Allen, Cuz.
1: Josh Allen, yeah. Josh Allen will continue his dominance because Josh Allen is that good. And he's playing really good because you know what he's not doing? He's not relying on 50-yard bombs the whole time. Yeah, He's throwing intermediate passes, seven yards, six yards. Um, I'll tell you who's not going to be dominant, Trevor Lawrence. Because Trevor Lawrence came into this year, you had everybody talking like he was a top-five quarterback, myself included. And right now, Trevor Lawrence isn't a top-ten quarterback. He's a borderline top-ten quarterback, excuse me, borderline. You good? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> you think you,
2: you think he's a boy? Uh, I I thought you were gonna rattle off some names. Oh, Go ahead. Oh no, I will say he's.
1: Not, I got. I got. I got some names for you. Yeah, no, he's not better than Jared Goff this year. Let's talk about it. He's.
2: he's uh, no, 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 Fuck that. Let's start with the top. Mahomes. Is he better than oh, Mahomes? I got you. No. Mahomes. No. no. Josh Allen. No. no. Burrow. No. no. Jalen Hurts. No. No. Tua. No. Herbert. No. Stafford. No. Cousins. No. Lamar Jackson. No. Goff. No party no
1: back yes but baker no baker is crazy baker has better stats than him
2: I will, I, I, is he currently a top 10 quarterback you would take baker over over trev a big so over trev go ahead
1: go ahead say it let's go I mean, if, if if we're if we're calling a spade a spade, Baker was, if if we're calling a spade a spade here, Baker Mayfield did go to a shitty situation. And his rookie year, he led the league in pass, he led the league in touchdowns. And then his second year, he won that franchise of playoff game.
2: Arguable because the oh, Jags wait
1: a minute. No, Trevor Lawrence came back that twenty eight to zero. So I can't use that. Yo, I can't use that yo, to fight him.
2: Yo, the Jags were a shit franchise too, though, they when, were, but, when Trevor Lawrence took over.
1: In they, fairness. They were, but Blake, but they were in the AFC championship game in 2019 with Blake Bortles.
2: But that was a completely different team because they completely revamped they the entire team. They got rid team. of they like Ram. They got rid of everybody.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. This year, Baker Mayfield's playing better than Trevor Lawrence. I don't know how long, I don't know if it's sustainable. I don't know how long it'll last. Fair. But right now, this moment, Baker Mayfield, up until week five, Baker Mayfield has outperformed Trevor Lawrence. That's a,
2: that, that's a outperform is probably the way I would probably say it too.
1: And that shouldn't be true. Because yeah, no. I've been told that Baker Mayfield is horrible. But as of right now, Baker Mayfield has outperformed Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I, do you think it's going to last? <sighs> I don't know. Because this is what I'm caught up in. I when, we, when you had us over the summer, when you were asking your groomsmen for your wedding, which I can't wait for, we got like 371 days. Um, but the... I said, when we were out back talking, who's going to win the NFC South. Mm-hmm. And I said, the Buccaneers yeah. and you, you and Tom and broadband, we were also, we were all laughing about it. Cause it was like the Buccaneers. What the fuck are you talking about? The saints are ass. The Panthers are ass and, uh, and the Falcons are ass. I really think the Buccaneers can win this division and they have a hard schedule, but I think that, I think that Baker Mayfield can get this team to eight, nine, 10 wins. And I think that that's going to be enough to win that division. And with Trevor Lawrence, it's like you're not dominating a division that you should be head and shoulders above every team there. You have two rookie quarterbacks. Hmm. And who's the fourth team in there? Who's the other one I can't think of?
2: Texans. they play the Colts, and the, the Titans. Titans.
1: You have two rookie quarterbacks and up a bottom 15 quarterback and Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You have the best skill position players of that entire thing. Maybe with the exception of, of the running back, but ET, uh, JT hasn't been playing, so ETN's the best running back in that uh, conference. Right? Well, no, actually, I would take ETN right now over Derek Henry. ETN's been better than Henry this year. You have Calvin Henry, Christian Kirk, and Evan Ingram. What more do you need, bro? You should be dominating. I agree. You haven't been that good, dude. You have a 67% completion percentage. You've thrown for 940 yards, four touchdowns, two picks, and an 89% rating. What is that?
2: Yeah, and they have Calvin Ridley, too. Like
1: Not for nothing, but I was just getting on Dak saying Dak hasn't been that good this year. Dak's got a 71% completion percentage, 908 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, and a 96 rating. Dak Prescott's been better than Trevor Lawrence.
2: Trevor Lawrence is kind of like wildly, like he's been overhyped a little bit, too.
1: Wildly overhyped, and it's coming from college because he never lost a game. He lost one game in college. He was great in high school, and it's like. Bro, what have you seen? Like, okay, he had that one miraculous comeback against Justin Herbert. And it's like, all right, cool, I get that. And I jumped on the train, too, because I thought it was great. But you follow it up like this. You follow it up the next year, and it's like, bro, last year you were 3-7, and and then you kind of caught fire and went into the playoffs and won that game. But you were down in that game again. So it's like when I'm looking at, I'm like, all right. And you have four picks in the first half. And you come out this year, and you're laying eggs all over the place.
2: Yeah, it's questionable. I I just – I
1: like okay and not for nothing Trevor. You're what are they? 2 and 2? You you lost to the Chiefs, you lost to the Texans. You got blown out by the Texans. Okay, you beat the Falcons and the Colts. You should beat those teams. You should be 3 and 1 easily or 4 and 0 oh, if you're that dude. So, I'm just saying with the Trevor the, the Trevor Lawrence stuff, he's a borderline top 10. I would have him out of it right now. No, because he's not performing better than players like that.
2: So, who 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 is your top 10?
1: Off the top, if we're doing this, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Tua, Lamar Jackson, I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson, Tua, Jared Goff, I would say it's seven, or no, I would say Justin Herbert at seven, Jared Goff at eight, Dak Prescott at nine. And I don't know number ten off the top. You
2: have Lamar Jackson ahead of uh, Jared Goff.
1: Yeah, I do.
2: I think it's close.
1: I do because, again, Lamar Jackson's not playing with a full deck; these injuries.
2: injuries. I think it's a lot closer than people think.
1: Oh yeah, it is. I'm not. Jared Goff has
2: been great. I actually think it's an arguable point now. I think if people looked at me, if yeah. if you said that a year ago, I think people would probably slap the shit out of me and call me stupid as fuck. I agree. But now, if you fast forward a year later. When we have a little bit more data with Jared Goff and Lamar Jackson, I I could argue the latter. I could say Jared Goff is a better quarterback right now than Lamar Jackson, and I have him ahead of him in my top ten.
1: Like I have, I mean, all those. And I have the reasons.
2: The reasons are for me. It's like we label Lamar Jackson. What are you saying? What?
1: What are you comparing right
2: now? I'm. I. I think Jared Goff's a better quarterback right now than Lamar Jackson. Let's hear it. First four weeks thousand twenty-nine passing yards, six touchdowns, and three interceptions. Lamar Jackson has seven hundred ninety-four passing yards, two hundred and twenty rushing yards, and if you combine them, it's only it's less yards than Jared Goff's passing, and he only has four touchdown passes. Lamar, I think Jared Goff statistically has been a lot more impressive. Jared Goff to me, and I know he has Amon-Ra, but you can argue he has Mark Andrews. So what? Right. So, and Jared Goff was, was left to die in Detroit. Lamar Jackson just got a big contract, right? You would think that he should be completely at least better statistically than Jared Goff. You would think that, right? I just think the impact is to me is you could say, I mean, look, Lamar Jackson means more on his team, I would say. He means more to the Ravens than Jared Goff probably does to the Lions, so I understand that. But I I, I think Jared Goff is wildly slept on. I think if if you went into a draft and you took Jared Goff as your quarterback and you took him to win a football game over Lamar Jackson, I don't think somebody's going to look at you sideways anymore. I think that's my point. I honestly I honestly think that's my point.
1: Look, I think it's a fair a fair discussion, but I don't think – by you saying that, I don't think that that's I – I don't think that that's a knock on Lamar Jackson. I, I don't either. think it's a compliment to Jared Goff. I don't either. Don't get me wrong. Because Jared Goff – when Jared Goff left the Rams, everybody assumed that he couldn't win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That may be true. He may never win a Super Bowl with the Lions. But I'm just saying Matt Stafford goes there and wins the Super Bowl. But not for nothing, Jared Goff, what he's done with – the Lions, I don't, Matt Stafford never did this with the Lions, and Matt Stafford was playing with Calvin Johnson.
2: That's what I'm saying. Speak on it then. I mean, that. I, just, I, I think like Jared I said, Goff is wildly underrated. I have Lamar Jackson at, at, at my 10 spot. He's teetering the line. To me, like, again, I know Brock Purdy's on a loaded offense, and I get it, but, man, like, it's harder to deny that he's not playing really well. The guy that had one incomplete pass last week. Brock Purdy's playing fucking good football.
1: Yeah, can we talk about Brock? He's Purdy playing too? good football. Brock Purdy, man, he uh, Brock Purdy is. Um, he's a good quarterback.
2: Let's call is, it, man. Like, let's, let's stop the bullshit. Like, uh, like I know it's funny to 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 crack on him because it's Brock Purdy and we 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 knocked him out at the NFC Championship game. I get it, but man, this dude, he's a good fucking quarterback.
1: Dude. I think the thing is for me is like with Jared Goff though. Going back to that, people just got to get over the first year of what happened with the lions because jared goff has played great other than that last year awesome. he was good look at his, his his stats last year 34 and i think 34 touchdowns and seven interceptions.
2: 29 touchdowns and like six picks or seven that's picks. good it's good numbers
1: that's good numbers yeah more pitch yeah more touchdowns than jalen hurts mm-hmm.
2: yeah and i would say they were his, his touchdowns were impactful because the lions were in it at the end of the at the end of the season and they could have won man they just got They off beat they green Bay too to close it out and that's, and that's like,
1: all you need to know about that team they didn't lay down they didn't roll yeah, over or none of that yeah. shit. um we got way off topic there give me your prediction on the jaguars and bills bills minus five and a half
2: um i'm gonna take the bills here i think the bills keep rolling i think the jags they're, this is going to be the week where they they realize they have a lot more struggles than than they believe.
1: I think the Bills smoke them. Yeah. I think the Bills smoke them by by about 10 10, 14 points. I think it's the second week that they've been in London. They're ready to go home. I just I I, I think this is a bad spot for the Jags. The Bills are going to be humming and ready to go. Um last um, Last preview game before we give our picks and then get out of here. Cowboys at Niners, Sunday night football, Niners minus four. Oh,
2: this is going to be a fucking great.
1: I cannot wait for this. I'm so happy the Phillies aren't on.
2: This is going to be an awesome On Sunday.
1: Oh, they're not? No, they play Saturday and Monday. They play Saturday, right? And then they play Monday. That's right. Okay. We're going to slime them out. Do you think this is a must win for the Cowboys?
2: A must win? I'm going to say no. I don't think it's a must win. Their schedule might say otherwise. I know their schedule is really brutal down the stretch, I know after this game they play, uh, the Chargers, right? Yeah, they play the Chargers. Oh wow, Monday night actually.
1: They play Sunday then Monday night. Yeah. Wow. And
2: then they play the Rams and they play the Eagles and they play the Giants, the Panthers, the Commanders. I I, I don't think it's a it's a must win because I think they could beat the Chargers. I think they could beat the Rams. I think the Eagles game they're going to lose. But well, they could beat the Giants. They could beat the, the Panthers. They could beat this. I'm going to say no. This is not. A,
1: this is not a must win. It's not a must win, but I think it. It's a. It's a win that I think their psyche needs. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think from a mental standpoint, like it would be really, really beneficial for them to win this game, especially because you're going to get the Chargers coming off of a bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. the Chargers at that point, they had a rough first quarter by week five. Austin Eckler comes back and you could kind of hit the ground rolling brand new season. Mm-hmm. So that's how, that's how I think about that. Um, I want to give a prop bet CMC over under 105 rushing yards. Last time they played in the divisional round. I think he had 10 carries for 33 yards.
2: Yep. I'm right with you. I have under two under 105. I know he's been awesome. I know he's been my MVP, but the Cowboys defense is something I respect. And I think they're going to shut down CMC. I think they know they have to do that. Correct. And I think their pass rush can get to Brock Purdy regardless of changing the fronts. I think they could still stop the defense and get after Brock Purdy at the same time.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm I'm saying under um 50. I really believe that. The other 50, percent I'm playing them in fantasy, and I'm desperate for a win. I really don't want to go on stage. You know what's funny? You
2: know what's funny is that like everybody talks about the the Niners, like they're like the bully of the NFC. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like that. They're like that hard nosed team. <laughs> But one thing about them is they haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994. Been to two. Interesting, man. They've been to two, but they've choked. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. Right? I mean, I do. Nobody talks I like, about that. It, it sucks I like it's Brock. Quiet, though. The, I, yo, the, it's quiet, though. Yo, the Niners have
1: quietly
2: become a big choke. I've been
1: saying that. They have been Sheldon choking.
2: They've been choking in some big games in the last, the
1: last 20-some years. I, I, that's I a fact. My thing is. I love. I really like Brock Purdy. I I think I think he's a good quarterback. I like his story, and I love their uniforms. I just can't stand in that team because mm. I think they're all sissies. Yeah. Who do you trust more, Dak or Brock? This is a hard question. This
2: is this is really tough. Because
1: here's the thing, I don't think it's a fair question because right now Brock Purdy is playing better than Dak, and it's easy to say you t- you trust Brock more. Because like Brock don't really, Brock don't really make mistakes. But by the same token, it's like you've seen Dak, you do have seven years of data. And it's like, I know Dak has been prone to make some dumbass passes and things like that. But I just feel like it's too like Brock has only played what, 15 games, 14 games. So I don't really know, I don't really know how I feel about this, about this one. I really don't. Cause like, like I said, it's like I, I feel like it's an unfair question. Because if you ask somebody right now, how do you not say Brock? He doesn't throw interceptions. He doesn't look panicked. He just looks like he's just out there dealing. 300 yards, three touchdowns, like it's nothing. Well, he hasn't lost a regular season game. That's what I'm
2: saying. But people forget Dak Prescott started off his rookie campaign winning, what, 12 games in a row, I believe?
1: Something like that. You he won 12, 12 games in a row, I
2: think people forgot about that. I think if you put Proc in Dak's shoes and you put Dak in Brock's shoes from, from years ago when Dak was a rookie, I think you would all take – Dak, I mean, Dak, that team was good. You would take Dak because he was winning football games, right? But in this situation, I'm going to take Brock. I mean, I I, I know I made the, the compelling argument here, but Brock's been awesome. I mean, there's
1: you can it's say. hard
2: to to go against him. I mean, do I who do I trust? Somebody that never lost a regular season game, or somebody that's lost plenty of them? I'm going to go with the guy that's never lost yet because he's never lost. He's doing something right.
1: Yeah,
2: right. You don't just walk into the NFL and just win a bunch of games in a row. Like there's some you have to go through like growing pains and learning curves and stuff like that. Like it don't come easy for people, but for him to, to be undefeated, I mean, you got to tip your cap. You know what I mean? I know he's been with a good, uh, a good team, a super bowl caliber team, but you can't deny that. He's been excellent.
1: I know. I I, I I totally agree.
2: He's statistically been awesome. He has a, he already has a thousand yards passing with five touchdowns. He's just middle of the. Piece. What he, are you supposed he, to say? He's got more touchdowns than Dak, and he's got, you know what I mean. Like yeah. he's he's performing. So Less like interceptions. Yeah, he's right underneath the Jarrett Goff tier, in my opinion.
1: Who wins this game?
2: I got the I got I got the Niners. They're home. It's hard. It's hard to deny it. Uh, their defense in Dallas. I I to me it's a wash. You could argue Dallas a little bit better. I think in takeaways and stuff like that. I think Dallas can, can take away the, the the ball better than the Niners have, and, they, and historically they have in the last couple of years. But I'm gonna go with the home team here Sunday night football. I think. Then I know the Cowboys have something to prove. I get it, but the Niners do too. And I think I'm going to roll with the Niners here.
1: Me too. I'm taking the Niners. I don't really know what to make of the Cowboys. Every time I think they're going to have a letdown game, they play great. Every time I think they're going to play great, like there's a part of me that actually likes the Cowboys tomorrow. I'm taking them with the oh, on Sunday night. I'm sorry. wow. I'm taking the Cowboys with the points, and I would not be shocked if the Cowboys won. I think the Niners Niners need to be careful here, but I'm I'm taking the Niners to win. But I see this this is 21-20. 22 yeah. 21 one of them weird scores. Yeah,
2: I'll take the I'll take the Cowboys with the points. I mean, you're going to be four points. I, I I I believe this line is really high.
1: Yeah.
2: like, well, like for me that says like, "Alright, yo, take the Niners." Like, this is telling me, like Vegas is telling me with this line that the Niners are the runaway best team in the NFC. Yeah. Because I don't think the Eagles are a four-point favorite against Dallas.
1: Oh, uh, not right now. No,
2: not right now. Uh-uh. So I think Vegas is telling you, "Yo, the Niners are the best team in the NFC." They're heat and the cowboys are four points away. They're they're on wide margin away I would say, right? You would argue? Yeah. I don't know.
1: All right, week four slate and then we get out of here. 5. Damn. Week 5 cuz I'm he- reading off the script. Chill on me. Chill on me. Bears at command. Oh, damn. I put that on there. Bears at commanders minus six and a half. It's currently 27 to three. I'm going to go with the Bears minus six and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. Texans at Falcons. Falcons minus one. I got the Texans money line. Me too. Yep. Same. Texans win that game. Panthers at Lions. Lions minus nine.
2: I got the Lions here, but I'll take the Panthers with the (sighs) points.
1: This is my iconic lock of the week. I got the Lions minus the nine. Wow. I'll take, yeah. Okay. Love the Lions this week titans at colts colts minus one
2: i got the titans minus one
1: so do i uh no i have the Col- no colts minus oh one. i'm
2: sorry i got the titans outright game yeah
1: i have the colts okay. winning this game Minus okay. the one Giants at Dolphins Dolphins minus 11.
2: This is my iconic lock of the week the Dolphins minus 11 coming <laughs> off a loss they are going to absolutely throttle the New York Giants in Miami I am betting the Dolphins minus 16 and a half too as well on Sunday <laughs> I'm dead serious I'm going to add some points on that because I actually think they're going to blow them out by like a wide margin
1: I'm taking them 16 and a half yeah it's crazy I'm buying some points Saints, wait, what game was it last year where you took the minus like 20 and a half? I think, it,
2: I think it was New England, wasn't it?
1: It was the Patriots, and who was it? You took a minus 20 and a half, and they wound up losing outright or something. I forget
2: who it was. We got to figure that out. We do, we do.
1: Saints at Patriots, Patriots minus one and a half.
2: I got the Pats minus one and a half here.
1: I'll take the Patriots, too. Bill Belichick coming off a 35 The defense, point the loss, defense is going to be... Although the they difference. lost Judon.
2: Yeah, I know, but the defense is is still going to be good. It's and like the, the Ravens,
1: the Saints' offense looks horrible. Bro, Alvin Kamara had 13 catches, and I think, like, 12 of them were behind a lot of scrimmage. I think
2: he had, like, 33 yards or something like that.
1: Well, for 13 catches? Yeah, that's crazy.
2: It was really weird, but I'll take it all day. Though, of course. Of yeah. course.
1: Um ravens minus four and a half at steelers
2: this is my psychotic upset of the week baby i got the steelers money line over the ravens
1: you picked the texans oh to beat yeah the Steelers. and then you picked the steelers to beat yeah the
2: because the steelers just got embarrassed they just lost 30 to 6. they played their their um their arch nemesis and the ravens and their home Mike Tomlin's going to have this team ready. I would trust the coach here. I am going to take the Steelers' money line at home.
1: I got the Ravens minus four and a half. This is going to be a bloodbath. Steelers are some shit. Crazy. Ravens all day long. They cover that spread with ease. They're going to play so with different. Ease. Bengals minus three at the Cardinals.
2: I got the Cardinals money line here. I think the Cardinals <laughs> get the upset over the Bengals. I think the Bengals are still going to struggle. I think there's going to be a lot of finger pointing going around in Cincinnati soon. And I think uh, Joe Burrow is going to start to get heat if he continues to play this way. So I'm going to take the Cardinals money line here. I think they're playing inspiring football better than... the than the Bengals. I
1: got the Bengals. Bengals minus three. This is the get right game. And <laughs> this is where they get going. This is where Joey B and the boys take We said take this off. last week, bro. I'm going to keep saying it. Until I know, they're like one I know. Seven. But this is the get right game, and they get this shit going. Get Nick right. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nick right. He makes me mad sometimes, but I love him. Chiefs minus five at the Vikings.
2: I'm taking the Chiefs here minus five. I know the Vikings are home, but I actually kind of feel like I kind of bodes well Patrick Mahomes playing in the dome. I'm going to take the Chiefs
1: here minus five. I'm going cold like the Minnesota Vikings at home. That's I got crazy. the Vikings on the money line wow. for my psychotic upset at really? a week. Yes. Speak on it. Vikings win this game. It's just a hunch. Okay. it's just a hunch. I think the Chiefs have been playing on offense. They've been struggling a little bit. I think the Vikings are going to be desperate for a win to try and turn their seasons around season around with Kirk Cousins. Um, And I don't think that they could stop Justin Jefferson. Wow.
2: Wow. I like it. I like it. I actually really like it.
1: Packers minus two at Raiders.
2: I got the Packers. I got the Packers here. I think they bounce back. Uh, I think Jordan Love's been playing good ball, and I know Jimmy G is coming back. But again, man, like when you mix and match quarterbacks like that, and you know, week in and week out, it never really bodes well with the with the team. So I'm going to take the Packers here.
1: I'm taking the Packers too. Um, Ra- Raiders or the Raiders. Yeah, I like what I see from Jordan Love. The Packers are trash too, John. And hopefully, back. hopefully, Aaron Jones gets going, and I win my first fantasy game this week.
2: Yeah, the Packers are some shit, too, though. All
1: right, guys. That concludes episode 176, week five. Thank you for everybody that tuned in and was commenting tonight. It was a lot of fun. We'll see you guys next. Pro- you want to pot on Tuesday because the Phillies play Wednesday.
2: Yeah, yeah. We'll pot on Tuesday. We'll all come right, back We'll Tuesday. see
1: you guys next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Theories, take it away.
2: Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher. And all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on X, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next Tuesday at P&I, baby. Enjoy week five and go birds.
0: I'm caps lock different. It's facts, non-fiction Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Put a peel off in the Sadie's, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she trying to grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, and so Henny passed my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'm going to act like I don't see them. I got bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Way y'all tripping is Aruba. I realized I had to go.